is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. Classic Hits 98.9 Sports presents high school football. First down and 10. They'll go out of the shotgun formation. Jet sweep. Fake it. Quarterback Gilming hands it off to Thornabar on the right side. All kinds of room. 35-30. 25-20. Second touchdown of the night. LaShawn Thornabar from 41 yards out. This afternoon, the Class D2 State Playoffs kick off in Sumner as the SEM Mustangs host the Garden County Eagles. High School Football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Now out of the shotgun, higher with Duffy blocking for him. Looks to throw, going for it all. Post pattern to Burr, jump ball, Burr caught it. Touchdown, Kennesaw. Garden County has made the state quarterfinals the past two years while SEM is back in the playoffs for the first time since 2011. It's the Eagles and Mustangs coming up next, but for this new Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Sumner with sports director Doug Dew and Larry Baker right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Sumner and SEM High School. The start of the 2016 high school football playoffs are here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker as we get ready for an 8-9 matchup here in 8-man football as the SEM Mustangs take on Garden County. And the Eagles come in with a little pedigree, and we'll talk more about them here in just a little bit. Uh, maybe a surprise at how good Garden County is is after going to the state quarterfinals the last two years, 7-1, and one, and only two seniors on this entire team. I'm joined again by Centura head football coach Larry Baker, and Bakes uh, Garden County 7-1, and one, a rare road game for a team with that kind of record. I guess that initially indicates the overall competition that they played through no fault of their own, but uh, just two seniors and to be able to do what they've done so far this year is pretty phenomenal. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got Jason Spady out there. He's been there a long time, Doug, been to the playoffs a lot of times, and he's got the ability to always have it rolling in his program. So when you graduate a bunch of dudes, you've been to, as you said, the quarters and things like that, he's able to come right back in and you know, he's got uh, a couple guys on his team that are awful good. And having his son, I don't know if you've been able to see him yet, he's probably the fourth best kid on this team. He's just a freshman, and he's a big, big physical kid, Doug. And then you look over at SCM, they've uh, definitely had some down years and have not had a lot of success in the playoffs. In fact, after that playoff berth in 2011, they went a couple of years without uh, winning a football game. But Brent Streeter, who has been to the playoffs, has got this team with a, a small amount of kids but some talented kids. Well, yeah, and if you know Brent Streeter, and most of the people in our area, of course, do, Doug, he's a very optimistic guy. He's a go-getter, and he'll find a way, just like he did for those years down in Bertrand, find a way to put his kids in position to move forward. Sumner's got kids, and as you see, some good-looking guys out there. He's done a good job of bringing them back. And, Doug, what a big deal after going through some of the lean years you've just talked about to host a playoff game. It's one thing to get a playoff game when you've got to go into a different time zone to play it, but they're hosting one. 
and uh, only 16 kids on the roster here for SCM. There are some six-man schools that have uh, bigger rosters than that. And, of course, uh, this time of the year, you see a lot of the articles and a lot of the talk about where the state of football is. And Stu Pospisil uh, has another article today in the World Herald about all the movement and the growth of six-man and uh, towns getting smaller. But SEM with a good group of kids here, and uh, they – had to really do something different. Larry, you know uh, each year sometimes when you graduate kids, you have to evaluate what you have and do the best you can. They really don't have more than one or two true offensive, defensive linemen on this team. Seven of the eight starters played skilled positions last year for SEM. Well, I think that's just it. I think you and I have had this conversation many times. And looking at Centura's football team this year, you, you know I love to throw the ball. I mean, I'm a spread read option guy. We didn't have a kid this year that could just really spin it. We had a bunch of kids that could were mean and tough and could block and run. We had two 1,000-yard rushers. We still had you know over 3,000 yards of offense. We just got there a little different way. That's exactly what Coach Streeter's doing here. He's taking and he's not going to jam a square peg through a round hole. He's trying to find a way to make it fit, and it's worked. Look at his record. Look at where they're at in the playoffs. And, Doug, this will turn into more kids coming out for football at Sumner Eddieville Miller. And uh, on kind of a quirky deal. This may be the hottest game of the year for either one of these teams. The weather has been beautiful all year, but we do have an afternoon game. Temperatures are going to be around 80 degrees. That uh, water break that you're used to seeing the first couple of weeks of the season could come into play here. And when you don't have a lot of kids, you better be ready to go here today. No question, Doug. This thing started on Sunday and Monday. Were these kids willing to take care of their bodies on Sunday and Monday so they can get through uh, today's game, you will have cramping issues across the state today, uh, tonight, and tomorrow night. Without question, you know, I just said that to H downstairs. I said, you know, he's getting ready to go take pictures, of course, uh, for Platte River Preps and puts them up as he always does. I said, you know, normally at this time of year, Doug, we're up here and he's got his ninja suit on because he's going <laughs> to freeze to death. And he, he changed into shorts on his way down. And, folks, we also want to remind you that we've got football currently uh, about to air on ESPN 1460 and 1550, the 245 scheduled pregame from out in the panhandle as the Alma Cardinals are taking on Hemingford and Chris Cottrell has the call for us out there at Hemingford today. So if you are looking for that game, ESPN 1460-1550. Also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. When we come back, we'll hear from the coaches, Jason Spady at Garden County, Brent Streeter of SEM, after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. It's a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. You haven't experienced great food until you've made the short drive to Sumner to dine at Tubbs Pub. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch specials sure to fill you up and homemade nightly dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. So make the short drive and see why everyone says great things for miles around about Tubbs Pub in Sumner. It's the best home cooking you'll find, and you won't even have to help with the dishes. Get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner, a proud supporter of tonight's game. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show on Classic Hits. Doug Duda joined by the head football coach at Garden County, the Eagles, and Jason Spady. And we were joking before we got on, we've 
talked Garden County football quite a few times over the years because the playoffs uh, always seem to work out this way. But uh, Coach 7-1, and one, congratulations on the season. And as we kind of get into the interview here, I think some of the listeners are going to probably congratulate you as well. You have had to uh, build a very young team over the summer, in the off season, and kind of throughout the year. Yeah, we really have. I have two seniors on my roster, and, and we play a lot of young kids. So just feel like those kids have really progressed. And, and I think about midway through the season, probably Paxton, you could really see those kids start to come together and really play like a like a tough football team. And so we're really pleased to be where we're at, and we're another year in the playoffs. Well, you've made the state quarterfinals the last couple of years, and you finally graduated a lot of kids. So you knew what was coming, but uh, this is also very unusual. What did you do from the moment the season ended last year to try and be in, in a good spot when the camp opened this fall? Well, I think the biggest thing is we just pushed our kids to be in the weight room, and we had some sophomores last year, our juniors this year, that really uh, showed some leadership and, and got those younger kids in the weight room. And so I think just a lot of participation over the summer in the weight room, and they played basketball all summer too, and a lot of them were out on the football field running all summer. So I think those things have really paid off now, and it's it's difficult to get kids to realize that sometimes the payoff isn't instant, but I think we're starting to see a little fruits of their labor about now. Well, good eight-man teams usually always score points, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But I've been fairly impressed by what I've seen, at least on paper, from your defense over the second half of the season. I guess tell me what happened at Crawford, but before that, you were only allowing one score a game, and I'm sure those were late in the contest. Well, I think big thing was we just more confidence in where we were going, what we were doing, and, and always an eight-man. If you can, if you can stop a team's run game and they don't have much of a passing game, then you kind of make them one-dimensional. Then you can start bringing people from different areas, and I think that's where we've seen a lot of success. The middle part of the season was we were just able to get get pressure, and then when they did try and pass, they couldn't get anything completed. But I just feel like our tackling got better, and then just like as, as a team overall, we just some experience really made a big difference. Well, we're going to hear a lot uh, if you're going to be successful in the playoffs, obviously, from Blake McCormick. He's your leading rusher, but he also does it defensively, and that's no surprise either. Uh, you see kids that can do it on both sides of the ball like him. Yeah, Blake's a great kid, and he's one of my leaders, and he works hard, and he's just one of those kids you can always count on to give his very best. So when when he's churning out the yards, the offensive line's gaining confidence, and just one of those things where it's kind of snowballs in a positive way. When he's having a good night, it's just a lot of fun to watch. And as far as the offense goes, uh, one of those two returning seniors for you was Mason Zorn. And your offense for an eight-man squad is about as balanced as you're going to see. Uh, it's about two-thirds to a third, but over 1,000 yards in the air, over 2,000 yards on the ground, and he's a big part of that. Mason is a great quarterback. I think over the last three years he's started for me. He has just matured so well. And I think this year his biggest thing is he's gotten a little bigger and a little stronger, and, and he's way more comfortable taking off running the football when he needs to, even if it's a pass play. So those are good things that we're seeing from him. But his his accuracy has been very good this year, only one interception, so he's made good decisions. and So I'm real pleased with his progress. Only the one loss, but everybody's lost to Mullen this year. Were you, <laughs> <laughs> were you able to learn anything out of that, or where have, you, where have you seen the team get better since that point? Well, I think the biggest thing is they just learned that there's some great teams out there, and Mullen's one of them. And if you don't rise to the occasion and, and hit them back, they're going to keep hitting you the whole game. I really feel like that was by far our worst effort, but good teams will make you look that way. But I still think we're we're a better team than what we showed that night, and I think our kids finally – 
gained a little confidence after that. They knew they had to bounce back after that loss, and they they have. And I just, it's just been fun to watch a young group of kids get better every game. We're talking with the head football coach at Garden County, Jason Spady, here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Coach, what do you see out of your opponent today in SEM? Well, I think you're going to see somebody that's similar to us in that they have a very mobile quarterback. Looks like they got athleticism all over the field, and they're going to play. They're going to stack the box, try and stop our run game. I've seen that on film. So I, I think we're very evenly matched, and anytime you get to the playoffs, you automatically assume that the team you're, you're going to be playing is, is a solid team or they wouldn't be where they're at. What uh, what gives you cause for concern? Uh, they, they're they a little bit different football team. They had a lot of kids they had to replace and move around from last year, too. Well, I I think the biggest thing that concerns me about them is the mobility of their quarterback. He, when he gets outside of contain and and he runs, he, he still has always got eyes downfield, and he finds those receivers. So when guys come off of coverage to help come up, even when they're not supposed to, he, he makes you pay for that. So we have to stay with our coverage on defense especially, and I think on offensive side of the ball, you're just looking at some not some huge guys up front, but they're all athletic, and so we really are going to have to stay with our blocks because if you don't do that against an athletic team, they'll just they'll make those plays within one or two yards of the line of scrimmage. What about the line? Uh, this is as I look at both the teams here, Coach. Uh, this kind of intrigues me a little bit. Uh, I mean, sometimes the line can only be three guys. Uh, what about uh, what you got up front? Well, I think our offensive line, we're, we're too tight. It's a pretty good group. They're a young group, but I think they've progressed well. And I think uh, the nice thing about them is they all have really taken to our offense. Our, our young kids that are starting are, have just learned the offense real quick, and, and they're all confident where they're going. And I think the most pleasing thing for me as a coach is listening to them communicate as the season has progressed, what their calls are, where they need to go, and, and just work as one unit. And that's probably what I'm most proud of on that group. And anything stand out special teams-wise? Uh, obviously a two-point conversion. Looks like a, uh, you got a kicker here. What can you tell us about that? Well, we, we just go for two points all the time. We just have never really kicked much the last few years since we've been an eight-man. It's just always something we practice, the two points, just like you would kicking. So as far as special teams, uh, SEM's got a good kick returner, and so we're going to have to play. Our kickoff team's really going to have to make solid tackles, and I think for us we have struggled on our kick returns all year, really don't have much going on there. And even when we are able to return, we just haven't done a very good job, so we've tried to put some emphasis on that last couple of weeks especially to try and maybe give ourselves a little better shot at some field position when we do get a kickoff return. Well, Coach, we appreciate the chat as always and uh, should be a good one here on the opening afternoon of the playoffs. Thanks for the time. Thank you. That's Garden County Head Football Coach Jason Spady here on the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll catch up with Brent Streeter of SCM when we return here on Classic Hits. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Little afternoon football here today on the new Tech Seed pregame show as the Sumner Eddyville Miller Mustangs take on Garden County. And we are joined by the head Mustang himself, Brent Streeter. And coach, uh, congratulations on a fine season. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you've probably got a little Pepto Bismol uh, account going right now with all the close games you guys have had. 
Yeah, we hear that uh, quite a bit, even from our fan base. It's like uh, not easy on the heart, but uh, our guys uh, show a lot of resolve. They got great character, and uh, that half our team's probably been starting since they're freshmen. So uh, just kind of keep on rolling. Tell me a little bit about this season. I mean, we can go right to last week, and people will go, how can you have a two-point game with a team that hasn't won a contest? And then you look at the two teams that you lost to, and you're very competitive there. What's this season been like? I haven't really been quite a part of the season like this, but uh, for us, you know, sometimes it's not the record of the other team, it's just the matchups. And, you know, a lot of people asked about last week, but they had some good athletes. They were able to defend what we did well, and we really didn't exploit their weakness very good. So they had good plan with some pretty good athletes that could cover cover well. So, uh, like I said, it's how we look at it. But uh, that's a fluky games this year. And uh, you said our kids are just competitors and uh, pretty much having a playmaker to bail us out once in a while. Well, obviously, you like to kind of spread it out and throw the ball around. Uh, Jason Lyons had a heck of a season for you. You've thrown for way more than, than you've rushed for. Did you kind of expect that coming into the season? Yeah, we did. Uh you know, we pretty much lost the core of our line as far as uh, traditional football goes last year. And everybody that we started this year was in a skilled position a year ago. So our whole line, uh, sometimes I tell people we start seven running backs out there, you know. So they all have great hands, but they're all athletic. So uh, we can uh, slant on the defensive part of it, and uh, we're pretty quick at pulling on the offensive part of it. But, yeah, we, t- we figured we'd be chucking around quite a bit. Talk with Brent Streeter, head coach of the SEM Mustangs, and you, I guess how hard was that in the off season and any camps and preseason work to decide who was going to go where? And maybe you had a kid or two that stepped up and said, "Hey, I don't care. I'll play wherever you want." It came right down to the opening day of practice. Uh, camp let them go wherever they want, but uh, they kind of hashed that on their own. It was pretty much black and white. Uh, you know the the. Bigger kids that were the fullback type or the tight end type, yeah, they got moved into the interior, so it's pretty much common sense. But uh, they did sacrifice a lot. I have a kid that was an all-district player both ways a year ago, and hopefully get him recognition this year being uh, not maybe such a spot where you notice as much. If that's the case with all those running backs, you're not going to have naturally a lot of 230, 240-pound kids that move to line. You've told me about struggling stopping the run this year. Is that one of the main reasons is you're just out physical by some teams up front? Yeah, pretty much. You know, when they uh, put the tight splits, it just kind of put a mass of humanity at us. Uh, We struggle, but we've been able to uh, uh, come up with some things that kind of make them chase us and if we can do that and keep people going east and west rather than north and south we're much better off yes you take on a, a football team that's had a solid year their only loss is to undefeated mullen in the garden county uh, no common opponents they've definitely stayed out west uh, what can you tell us about them well, you know what they're athletic i mean they're young uh but they have a couple kids on their team they're a coach's kids so you know what's uh, been uh, imprinted in their minds from day one. So uh, they're an excited group. They run around the football field really good. And, you know, they kind of got the best of both worlds. They got the double wing, which is a pretty good power game, and then they can spread it out. I think their quarterback also is going for 1,200 yards or so. So uh, they're going to be awful balanced, and we're going to really have to adjust to formation and assignment. What are they? Are they like anybody that you have played at all this year? Not necessarily. Uh I guess I could compare them to anybody athletically. I'd probably compare them to Arapaho as far as going uh, player for player, uh, as far as matchups. But, 
we haven't seen that double wing offense since uh, way back in the Arapaho day with Coach Hatch. So <laughs> we have to come up with something to battle the scrum. Well, we are talking with the head football coach at SEM, Brent Streeter. Uh, coach, how much uh, this week have, have you seen the, the attitude of your team and, and how fired up they are and maybe the community? Uh, this is the best record and the best team maybe SEM has had in quite some time. Yeah, they're awful excited. You know, we got kids buzzing around. We got a lot going on this week. Uh, it's a 3 o'clock kickoff. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we got uh, just a lot of prep going on here, a lot of spirit. And the uh, administration does a great job of spreading that out. So uh, hopefully we can put on a show come Thursday afternoon. Well, you have been able to throw the ball. As you look at Garden County's defense, Do they have they faced somebody uh, like you? You mentioned that they could probably do it in practice. Very few teams could do that. But what do you think about what you see from their past defense? You know, uh, fortunately, we have got some good film on them that uh, uh, Dalton Layton team kind of runs a lot of similar stuff that we do. So we got a good look at kind of how they cover. So hopefully we can attack some areas uh, for the most part. looks like they like to play a cover three zone. So uh, maybe we can sit in some spots and uh, do some catch and running through the gaps. And uh, finally, Brent, uh, what's the key to winning all these close games? Seven, ten, one, seven, two. Uh, most of your wins have come down to the final two possessions. What's been the key element to finish those things off? Well, from day one, we just talked about the classic Jimmy Valbonnel. Just don't ever give up. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, like I said, when you have uh, seven athletes on the field, it's hard to cover. We it's been a close game. Somebody else has stepped up to the plate. You know, if it's not Claflin uh, out jumping somebody, it might be Eagleston on a slant. It could be Mateo on a screen pass or Zarin on a slide route. You know, Jason Lyons a heck of a rusher himself on scramble. So basically, it's got to give our players a lot of credit. They just uh, they're playmakers. They can all go up get the ball, and they're all pretty shifty. So we've been able to find some mismatches in those close ones at the end. Well, this should be a fun one, Brett. Always great to see you and uh, see your ball club. So uh, best of luck this afternoon. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it, Doug. Thanks for covering us. That's Brent Streeter, head football coach of the SEM Mustangs. We're about ready for high school playoff action here this afternoon. We'll be back with the starting lineups on the New Tech Seed pregame show right after this on Classic Hits. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you. We do have a few games that have kicked off already this afternoon in Class uh, D2 in the West. It is O'Neill St. Mary's 8 and Eustace Farnham nothing in the first quarter. And then in uh, other action, it is Tri-County leading Hardington Newcastle 24 to nothing and Creighton leading Diller Odell 40 to nothing as they approach the second quarter. We are ready for what should be some pretty good football here and uh, Larry, what's some of the keys to the game before we take a look at the starting lineups because you've got uh, two teams that can score. Yeah, Doug, I think, you know, the biggest thing that jumps out at me is you've got a, a SEM team that's given up 2,000 yards on the ground and a Garden County team that really does want to run it. Garden County is going to come at you with this uh, kind of multifaceted. They're going to do it with... Uh, Mason Zorn, he plays quarterback, Doug. He's responsible for 1,500 yards so far on the season. Nick Kopman, 
you know, he's got a thousand yards, uh, and they're split receiving and uh, rushing. And then one of the best looking football players on the field tonight on either side, Blake McCormick, you know, 867 yards. He's the guy on the ground, 770 yards. The tough thing is in, in, in games like this, what you don't know because you're not in their camp, you only know the things you hear is how healthy is everybody. And I think that's the key. Garden County's got the horses today. How healthy are they? No doubt about it. We'll talk more about that before kickoff. Uh, SEM really doesn't have anybody uh, sitting on the side. And, of course, we can joke about two deep. That's all they can be. They've got 16 kids. There are no three deep. I would be the third deep. I would be the oh third boy. stringer on this 16-man <laughs> team. That's where I would be. We'd be careful going to the bench then. <laughs> Let's take a look at the starting lineup for tonight's this afternoon's football game. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Garden County, the center is number 44, a 220-pound junior, Noah Lake. At guard, number 50, 170-pound senior, Drake Carmack. And number 83, 145-pound sophomore, Wyatt Santero. The ends for the Eagles are number two, a 160-pound freshman, Austin Dorman. And and number 23, another freshman, 160-pounders, the coach's son, as Larry talked about earlier in Reed Spady. The running backs, the leading rusher, number 32, 160-pound junior, is Blake McCormick. And number 15, 140-pound junior, Nick Kopman. The quarterback who can do it both on the ground and through the air is Mason Zorn, one of the two seniors on the team, 130-pounder, weighs 150 pounds. Not the biggest team outside of Loa Lake, but they do have some speed. The head coach of the Garden County Eagles is Jason Spady, assisted by by Chad Dorman and Jordan Russell. Garden County is 7-1 and one on the season, and their only loss on the year coming to undefeated Mullen. Now look at the starting lineup for the Mustangs of SEM. The center is number 40, senior Rhett Heckenlively. The guards are number 33, sophomore Jake Steeb, and number 42, senior Nathan Schroeder. The wide receivers are number 20, senior Micah Eggleston, and number 24, senior Trace Claflin. The running backs are number six, junior Kevin Bateo, and number 12, senior Zarin Schroeder. The quarterback, an outstanding athlete that everybody knows in the Fort Kearney Conference, is number 14, senior Jason Line. The head coach of the SEM Mustangs is Brent Streeter, assisted by John Rohde, James Beavers, and Ken Vermoss. They come into the ballgame with a record of 6-2 and two on the season. They won their first three, dropped games back-to-back to Arapahoe, an undefeated twin loop, and then finished off with three uh, antacid games here with Pleasanton, Ansley Litchfield, and Central Valley. A one-point, a two-point, and a seven-point win. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. You know, Doug, you talk about those antacid wins. That says something about a team, though, that they'll find a way. They will find a way. And as we talked about with uh, head coach Brent Streeter in the pregame, you know, really what happened last week, they were a two-point winner over an 0-8 team, and that sometimes would give you cause for concern. But Central Valley going into the game last week, sometimes it just clicks that way. They still wanted to play football. They knew it was their last game, and they played like it. Yeah, no question. And one of the things sometimes, I'm hoping that's not the case today, but sometimes what happens, these small rosters and these kids go on this magic carpet ride, they start to run out of gas a little bit. That could have been part of it last week. They'll be fully energized here today. They're in the playoffs, man. Let's take a look at our injury report brought to you by our fine friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. As we said, for the SEM Mustangs, they come in as healthy as they can be. And for Garden County, they really have nobody in the uh, top 16 
that are out. But as you mentioned, we've got to keep an eye on guard Drake Carmack. He's got a big old uh, wrap and brace on his left hand. He got it stepped on last week. Coach said uh, one of the kids from Crofton is 6'7", 305 pounds, and he inadvertently kind of crushed Carmack's hand. And so as you can see him trot out there right now, it's really wrapped up. And Blake McCormick, their leading running back, uh, has to watch out for that shoulder and uh, favor that a, a little bit. And you'll probably be able to tell the way he runs, how he'll run, and won't want to lead with that shoulder, maybe a one-way runner tonight, which SEM will be able to exploit possibly. Well, and I think that's the deal is where that is really going to come in is in them big, heavy physical games where they're leaning on you and pounding on you. Can SEM apply that pressure tonight? Doug, you asked earlier for the big key. Could SEM apply that pressure to McCormick, take him out of his game, and can Garden County get to Mr. Lyon? And I think uh, in one of the rare times, we always talk about how a game can be won in the trenches when you really want to grind it out. I'm interested to see what any of these, either one of these teams who may just have three down linemen and spread it out with the other five guys who will actually be the better up front offensively and defensively. A lot of it comes down to scheme then. You're going to send a linebacker, and do you have the scheme to pick him up? You have uh, been listening to our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We are about ready for 2016 state playoff action here on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Sumner, Eddyville, and Miller as SEM and Garden County, the battle of purple and white squads, the Mustangs and the Eagles, coming up after this timeout. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS. Resources for enriching lives. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Want to give a shout out to the pep band here from SEM. When you're a small school, these aren't all seniors. You got a lot of young kids over there, and they're doing a good job here with the national anthem and in pregame. Now let's see if their football team can do the same. The uh, flag here is guarded by the uh, school at SEM, but the wind blowing out of the south-southwest at about 15 miles an hour. Both quarterbacks like to put it in the air, Larry. Could that affect our game a little? Yeah, no question. The wind's blowing. I mean, we really we talked about it earlier. The weather has been absolutely outstanding all season. We haven't had a ton of wind Friday nights, 
uh, it absolutely will affect it. Because though these guys throw it well, they don't have super strong arms, Doug. And to be able to cut the wind, you got to really be able to spin it. Well, the opening toss was won by Garden County. They want the football. And dropping back deep for the Eagles will be Chandler McCord. He'll be towards the far sideline to the SCM sideline. And Nick Cotman will be on the near side. Putting it on the tee will be Trace Claflin. And let's see if he uh, wants to squib it or wants to take a run at it here. As we're ready for football here on Classic Hits, glad to have you along with us. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer, engineer, Ed Smith. Doubleheader today. We will be followed by Kennesaw Medicine Valley here on Classic Hits. And Claflin approaches the ball. The wind at his back, and he hammers it. He hammers it. The kid might be able to make a 70-yard field goal with the wind at his back. That went right at the uprights, and it'll be first down and 10 for Garden County. Yeah, not only that, and if you're familiar with the field here, uh, it went into the trees, Doug. I mean, they had to go dig it out. Their kid just came out of the trees without it. He said, to heck with it, find a new one. Well, it's the ivy. It's the Ivy at Wrigley. That's what we got going on here. So you always have to have that backup volleyball uh, when you're playing. Uh, we got to have a backup football here. But it uh, it truly has a little uh, atmosphere here at SEM, no doubt about it. Yeah, no question. A great crowd. Well, SEM looking for just their second playoff win since 1993. They've been in it quite a few times. They just haven't been able to get to the next round. So first out in 10, we're underway. They'll pitch it to the left wing, and for the first play of the game, moving the pile is going to be McCormick across the 20 and close to the 23-yard line. And by the way, the Garden County fans are sitting on our side, the home fans sitting on the far side, which will uh, also give you why you might hear a little bit more here from the crowd. That's a gain of nine. Yeah, and it was just a simple toss. He got in there and just ran his feet, and they pounded him down on that left shoulder, Doug, and he got up walking in that left side, was a little lower to the ground. Uh, it is his left shoulder that he's got big problems with. Well, there are no running backs. They're lined up in the double wing, if you're familiar with this, and they'll run it from uh, right to left this time. And a first down for Nick Cotman as he jives across the 25 to about the 27, a gain of three. So nothing too tricky. Yeah, no, the it's, ball in each it, running back's hands, get him going. It's going to be power, dive, and toss, Doug. Is, is what you're going to look at. And then the big play will come off the play fake. Uh, so it's just basically double wing. It looked like two tight double wing and 11 man with no fullback. Uh, the wing backs are tilted in. And both ends are freshmen, so it's still playoffs. We'll see if nerves are apart there. First down and 10 at the 27. This time it'll be McCormick, and he is stuck in the backfield. Tries to get out of there, but holding on will be heckin' lively to drop him for about a half-yard loss. It'll be second and 11. Yeah, and Red heckin' lively. He leads SEM in tackles, Doug. He did a great job there, buzzed his feet, made a great tackle. And this really is, is, is going to be a key, Doug. Garden County is going to have to play the pass here, um, uh, or excuse me, SEM. Garden County can throw the ball. They've thrown the ball for over 1,000 yards this year, and right now all eight guys within about six inches of the ball for SEM. No doubt about it. Nick Cotman on the uh, right wing. They'll give it to McCormick. He hands it back inside, and Cotman is not going to get to the line of scrimmage. SEM is there to make the play, the tackle by Tennyson Williams and Kevin Boteo. It's third and 11, so... Boy, it's so hard. You can see that ball getting on the ground when you're trying to hand it off one inch to one inch that time. Yeah, right here I throw the ball. Doug. Garden County's in a position to be able to exploit that. We'll see if SEM backs off here. I mean, they literally have all eight dudes on the line of scrimmage, uh, and they're going to stay in it. They're sending nobody back. 
The wings are a little farther off the ball this time on third down and 11, and dropping straight back to pass is Zorn. Dumps off the screen and wide open on the right side and breaking a tackle, 30-35. Reed Spadey, 40. He's down the sidelines, 30. Breaks another tackle and finally brought down at the 25-yard line of SEM. Dynamite design, Doug. What they did there is they took the tackles, which are eligible. They're tight ends in eight-man, and they ran one back straight down the field, ran one tight end straight down the field, and then that other halfback he delayed and swung out of the backfield by running the tight end down the field. Nobody in coverage there. Uh, he was completely alone. A 29-yard completion to put it down to the 25-yard line on the opening series of the game. Two and a half minutes in, we're scoreless. Garden County sets him down to the double wing again. Mason Zorn, he will send his big running back in motion, wants to throw again, tight end wide open, a one-hand catch it into the end zone for Reed Spady. He did have to haul it in with the one hand, but he was one-on-one and got behind Jason Line, and Garden County is on the board. Yeah, and that was a great catch by Spady. It was the same thing. They just released him uh, right out of the back, or excuse me, from a tight end, right up the seam. Look at the Spady kid, Doug. I talked about it in the pregame. Uh, and, of course, that's Jason Spady's son. But, boy, he is a good-looking freshman. He's going to be huge as he goes through his career. Lineup to go for two, and for the first time, they'll break formation, send twins out to the right side, and put Zorn in the shotgun with McCormick flanking him to his left. They'll send in motion Cotman, and they'll fake the handoff. Quarterback straight up the middle, and Zorn is in for the two-point conversion. So with 9.15 to go in the first quarter of play, Garden County 8, SCM nothing, our five points bank touchdown, a 25-yard pass from Mason Zorn to Reed Spady. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Well, Zarin Schroeder will drop back here for SEM, and teeing it up for Garden County will be the big fella, Noah Lake. And he's a left-footed kicker, too. He'll approach the ball, pound it, and this is going to head towards the corner, and it has to be picked oh. up at the one. Up the field to the five, trying to get all the way outside. That's not there. Cuts it back inside to the 11, to about the 14, close to the 15. Good job there by Schroeder. That was a great kick. It's hard to say. Uh, the kicks are made like that in eight-man football, but he had to scoop it up. It would have just stopped at the two-yard line. Yeah, no question. Small piece of bad luck. Maybe if he keeps it outside, he still runs. This is the key. SEM has to be able to establish the offensive side here, Doug. So here we go. SEM's first snap of the ball game out of the shotgun with quarterback Jason Line. Twins to the left side, first and ten. Has time, but now nobody's open. Throws it out here right into the hands of Zorn, who picks it off at the 15. To the right side, 10, 5, diving for the pylon, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, Doug, that was always going to be tough. Garden County came out with one down lineman. 
one down lineman. You don't see that in eight-man football. That tells you they don't believe SEM can run it. That was always going to be tough. When you see that, you've got to find a way to run the ball. One down lineman, everybody in coverage. That was an 11-man coverage concept there because they didn't have to commit anybody to the run. At one point, line had an opening. He had a lane if he'd have tucked it and ran. Now a tough one there on the very first play, and now all of a sudden you're down two scores as Garden County lines up to go for two. Four wideouts now as Zorn is going to be in the shotgun all by himself. SEM puts a little pressure on. He wanted to run, and he just slipped. SEM didn't buy it that time, and well covered there by the Mustangs. Give credit to uh, Claflin along with Schroeder, and the two-point run is no good. But I marked it down as a 22-yard interception return by Mason Zorn for our five-points bank touchdown. 8.59 to go first, first quarter. Garden County 14, SEM nothing. Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. Is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. You haven't experienced great food until you've made the short drive to Sumner to dine at Tubbs Pub. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch specials, sure to fill you up, and homemade nightly dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. So make the short drive and see why everyone says great things for miles around about Tubbs Pub in Sumner. It's the best home cooking you'll find, and you won't even have to help with the dishes. Get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner, a proud supporter of tonight's game. Lake boots it away again. This one is going to go out of bounds. He tried that coffin corner again towards the Garden County sideline, but it bounces out of bounds at the 10, and SEM will take over. So, Larry, you're Coach Streeter over there on the sideline. You've only played three minutes. You're down 14 to nothing. What do you say to kids that might be panicking not to panic here? Well, you quickly get them together and say, look, fellas, they're not going to go start Garden County's bus and let them drive home. There's still nine minutes left in the first quarter. They're going to make them play it all. Let's get going. We've been here before. Let's just get going. Be calm. You know, we've run one offensive play is all. Let's just just be cool. You wouldn't be in the playoffs if you weren't good enough. And I think that's the biggest key because you're exactly right, Doug. If you don't do this right, it'll be a tidal wave. So it'll be a re-kick here is what they've decided to make them do. And they'll move him back at the 25, and they're assuming that Lake cannot get it to the end zone. He's been close, but now will he just try to boot it down the middle as Schroeder waits. And this one kind of squibbed, and it's going to go out of bounds on the other side at the 20-yard line. And now now it gets interesting, Larry. I always like in the eight-man to make him kick it again because in eight-man there's so much more opportunity in the return game than there is in 11-man. No question. And now it gets serious because he's going to get to return this. You absolutely mark him back and make him kick it again because he can kick it deep enough, but now you're going to get a chance to return this somewhere around the 20 and get it out to midfield without any problem. And as you said, Doug, in eight-man football, it takes one teeny crease and one small missed tackle. And uh, you can tell that Garden County is concerned about the return game here of SEM trying to place the ball. Now they need to place the ball between the sidelines. That's exactly right. So kicking off from the 20 this time will be Noah Lake. Schroeder stands at about his 13-yard line. 
Here comes Lake for the third time, and that's right down the middle. Schroeder lets it bounce, hits him in the knee, picks it up at the 20, tries to find a block, 25 up the middle of the field, 30, and he'll just be gang-tackled at about the 33. After he couldn't pick it up cleanly, it kind of slowed down any momentum. He followed his blocks and got out to the 33, and it's a good start here for SEM. Yeah, no doubt about it. They're in good shape here out towards midfield. First down and 10, Garden County. They lead it 14 to nothing, and we'll keep you up to date on some other games. Again, a reminder, the Alma-Hemingford game currently airing on ESPN, 14-60, So they'll spread the formation, just the second offensive play of the game for SEM. Line fakes the uh, little sweep, wants to run, breaks a tackle off the left side, but not the second one. He'll get two, maybe three, if they give him where the ball is spotted out to the uh, 36-yard line. The tackle is made by Hayden Riddle. Still the right thing to do, Doug. Only one down lineman with two outside ends that really are somewhat coverage guys. You're really playing this uh, with five guys in the defensive backfield here. Uh, Full draw there. I absolutely love the call. They've got to establish some semblance of run game. Twins to the short side, left side this time. Lyon will send in motion his running back in Claflin. He'll come wheel route right side. He's covered. Now Lyon under pressure. There's a face mask and a 15-yarder as they sack him way back at the 23-yard line. But unfortunately for Garden County, they grabbed the face mask. It was Dorman and Lake in on the tackle. Yeah, and that's and, and this is just the thing. Just be cool. Let it go because things will work in your favor here. A face mask call here. I did not see him make the personal foul face mask, and it should be. Yeah, it absolutely should be. But they are only going to mark off five yards. That's an awful call. So the sack is going to cost them 11 yards, and we'll mark that down as an 11-yard loss for line. And then a face mask of just five yards. We'll make it second down and 13. Geez, and that Austin Dorman, this defensive end from Garden County, is just a freshman. Holy cow, they got some good-looking kids, Doug. Three linemen, one down. Two trying to come from the defensive end. They'll swing it out here in the flat. It's complete, but going nowhere to Trace Claflin as he is hit immediately by Reed Spady. Even lost a yard on the play. It's going to be third down and 14. Tough thing is, Doug, that stuff has probably worked all year. It was just a simple bubble, but they're playing four defensive backs on two receivers, two underneath, two on top. Those guys can drive all that stuff underneath because they have no fear of getting beat with anything over the top of them. It'll be third down and 14, empty backfield. Quick little bubble screen out into the right side is complete to Micah Eggleston, but he is hit and dropped immediately by Nick Cotman at the 31-yard line. It's a gain of two, but it'll be fourth down and 12. Yeah, I'm going to have to try. I, I don't even think double move would work because the help over the top. So they've gone bubble and quick slant here, completed them both. But We talked about trying to protect Jason Line, and he's not had a whole lot of time out there. So now ready to punt the football away, waiting back to return is Nick Cotman. Here is the snap a little low. It bounces away, and he has to get it out of there in a hurry, and a good job by Lyon to do it and gets a great roll as it's going to bounce out of bounds at the 8-yard line. That is a 41-yard punt and no return under duress there for Lyon. Yeah, that was a great punt. You know, Doug, if I remember right, when uh, the very, very famous Jim Langan took the Mustangs to the playoffs. I want to say he had a line or two on that team. There have been many uh, uh, of that family go through Lines this Lines and eye and yes. maybe even some of the other ones that are on this roster. But it's already 14 to nothing. Garden County, 7-0-1 to go here in the first quarter. 
They were able to drive on the first possession and then back-to-back passes, including a 25-yard touchdown. And then on the very next play, a pick six. First down and 10 here for Garden County at their own eight-yard line, back to that double wing, and they will run it around the left end. Cotman trying to get out there, and he's going to be drug out of bounds as he crosses the 10 to about the 13-yard line. It's going to be a gain of five. Didn't look like five, but it's going to be about that much on first down, maybe four, second down and six. Yeah, they get the ball so close to the line of scrimmage, they just do a nice job there. But even there again, SEM is doing a pretty good job keeping the stuff in front of them. They also look to be playing a little more defense now, Doug, where they've got line back as a free safety instead of everybody just right at the line of scrimmage, and that is the right thing to do. Second down and six. McCormick the left wing, Cotman the right. Zorn gives it to McCormick, trying to get outside. Now cuts it back up on the numbers into the secondary. 20-25, runs over the defender, but bringing him down will be Kevin Bateo at the 25-yard line. A gain of 12 for Blake McCormick and a eagle first down. Yeah, and that's a touchdown if Bateo doesn't make that tackle, Doug. There's exactly what we were talking about. Move the safety back. Give yourself... Uh, a shot to keep it in front of you, and that's what happened there. That would have been uh, a 60-yard touchdown run had that not been the case. So 14 to nothing. We continue to play on right here. Again, the winner of this game gets the twin loop, who's the top seed. They're playing Juanita Palisade today. First down and 10. They'll roll it left side, and this time Cotman is tripped up, coming through to get him around the ankles. Is heck and lively falls forward for a couple to the 27. Yeah, I heckin' lively, Doug. I mean, as we talked about earlier, leading this team in tackles. Again, very good football player from his middle linebacker position. SEM's bowed up here a little bit. Trying to make a play here defensively to spur the offense along. 14-0 now midway through the first quarter. Six minutes to go in favor of Garden County. Second down and eight at their own 27-yard line, staying out of that wing tee. They'll give it to McCormick, looks right side, and he's going to be brought down at the 31-yard line by Rhett Heckenlively. I wish I could give you all the action, but basically it's if you're on the left wing, you're running to the right. If you're the right wing, you're running to the left, and you're just falling into the pile. Yeah, there's nothing more. It's all just down blocking, and either they're pitching it or just handing it to him uh, coming across the formation. Very simple. Third down and a long four just across the 30-yard line. Have to get to the 35 here. The only time they spread it out is when they went for the two-point conversion both times. Third and four, and Zorn sets him down. Sends Cotman in motion back to pass. Down the middle of the football field, has time. Throws it as far as he can for McCormick and overshoots him. He was double covered. It was actually Dorman that broke out of there first, Larry, that was open. But he was uh, zoned in on his running back, McCormick, and it's fourth down. Yeah, Dorman ran... Uh, the smash, and uh, McCormick went vertical on that thing, and I think that was, they just picked the wrong receiver, but all day to throw the ball, Doug. Yes, he did, and it'll bring up fourth down, a punting situation, at least that's how they set up, and Zorn, the punter, will kick it high, and the Mustangs will just let it die, and it doesn't really do much. In fact, now it takes an SEM bounce about five yards and goes out of bounds at the 25-yard line, so it's only a 24-yard punt, and it'll be first down and 10 now for SEM. Trailing 14 to nothing, 5.04 to go here in the first quarter of our Class D-2 state playoff contest. Yeah, now here we've got to just get SEM going here, Doug. They're going to break the formation a little different formation. Now they're just they're going to leave 
an end in and just have two receivers here instead of the three-receiver look they'd been running. Line stays out of the pistol. Two-step drop, quick throw. It's complete out here into the flat. Then breaking a tackle is going to be Claflin. He gets down the sideline 35-40 and is into Garden County territory for the first time at the 37-yard line. That's a gain of 18. There's the key, Doug. Let's see. I think Streeter will come back to this. Get out of those twins looks. In those twins looks, they can stack the DBs. When you go with a more base formation with two receivers and a tight end, now you have to spread the coverage out. You're not able to do that as easy. Formation may have set that up. And a little extra blocker in there as well uh, for Jason Lyon. First first down of the afternoon for SEM at the Garden County 37. Lyon takes the snap. Two rush ends come in. Has time. Now throws over the middle. Wide open. Completed to the hands of Eggleston. Down the left sideline. 30. 25-20. He's inside the 10. It's first and goal as he's brought out of bounds by Blake McCormick at around the 8-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 28 yards. All right. Now an 8-man football game broke out, Doug. We got the track spikes on, and here we go. That was a great job. The offensive line for SEM is given line a little more time there. He's able to sit back there and let some of these pass concepts unfold. Now the defense condenses, though. This is the hardest place to score from. First and goal, and they'll go to a split-back formation and put line under center, unbalanced to the right side from the eight. They'll fake Mateo. Line keeps it off the right side. He gets inside the five, and it'll be drugged down there. Again, they saw what was coming from Garden County, but Line did a great job and was brought down by Dorman and Kopman. It'll be second down and goal from the three, a gain of five. Yeah, inside veer, Doug. That was just straight inside veer. They butchered the fullback, and Line was able to keep it. I love this. You know, I know they're spread because of the kids they have, but Streeter knows a lot about GT power and veer football from his days down at Bertrand. Now they'll spread it out again. Second down and goal at the three. Twins to the left side. Now they'll send the slot man in motion. Claflin to the right. Line wants to throw. Out into the flat. Claflin's got it. Touchdown, SEM. Trace Claflin, a three-yard touchdown reception. And the Mustangs are on the board with exactly four minutes to go here in the first quarter. Yeah, that was a dynamite job on that drive, Doug. Line stood back there. He surveyed it, got a good look at things, and just made great throws all the way out here. Going to go for one. They will line up to kick the extra point with it being 14-6. to And it will be Trace Claflin to boot it away. It's up, and I think he is just wide left. Had some pretty good pressure coming on him there because the snap was a little high, so the kick is no good. And at the end of this, uh, well, not at the end of the first quarter yet, but at the end of the drive, a three-yard touchdown pass, our five-points bank touchdown from Jason Line to Trace Claflin. It's Garden County, 14 and SEM 6. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring, being involved in the community, and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Doug Duda, along with our producer engineer, Ed Smith, and, of course, taking care of our color today is Centura football coach Larry Baker, and we've already had three touchdowns here in the first quarter. Not unusual. We kind of thought, Larry, that we might see a shootout, and it's 14-6 to Garden County. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, I mean, kind of an eight-man football game just broke out. Uh, SEM answered. They needed to answer. They had the horrible start. 
Now they've answered, and now, you know, they've forced a punt. They've scored. They've done all the stuff you need to do in a high school football game. Now they just need to repeat it. And Claflin, who booted the first kick of the game well through the end zone, through the uprights, will tee it up again with the wind at his back. But, again, not a huge factor. The wind had nothing to do with his first kickoff because he just pounded it. And when you can do that, don't give the other team any chance at a return of the eight-man game. Just huge so they have to start at the 15. So Claflin takes a run at it, straight on kicker, pounds it, bounces at the 5. It's returnable at the 2. Up the right side to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. Still room 30, 35, and down the right sideline and finally pushed out of bounds is Chandler McCord in SEM territory. He just followed his blocks down the right sideline and never got shoved out of bounds. They'll mark him at the 37 of the Mustangs. Yeah, SEM needed to rally to the football there, Doug. That was on all of them. He was just stuck against the sidelines. There were no lanes to stay in or anything. They just needed to rally hard to the sideline there and get him shoved out. Didn't even have to get him to the ground. First down and 10 for the Garden County Eagles as they break the huddle here already in SEM territory, leading it 14-6. to Staying in that double wing. Cotman now gets even tighter as an end on the right side, and they will hand it off to Blake McCormick, and he'll make it to the 35, then get upended, falls forward for that yard to the 34, a gain of three for Blake. Yeah, Hayden uh, Rydell does a nice job there, Doug. Again, I I will say that, uh, or excuse me, uh, that was uh, Schroeder on the tackle uh, for SEM. But I would say McCormick is very patient. He gets that pitch, and he just chops his feet and waits for things to happen before he goes. His patience is what's paying off more for him even than his blocking. Now they'll stack two to the right side with Spady and Dorman both over there out of the shotgun on second and seven. They'll send him in motion. Quarterback draw up the middle with Zorn, makes the first man miss, now gets into the secondary and is upended right at the first down marker. The tackle made by Nathan Schroeder, but he made a nice little dance move there at the line of scrimmage that got him a first down here for Garden County, a gain of seven. Yeah, Doug, that's just inverted veer. They send the guy in motion, and they're leaving the down lineman unblocked. And if he chases the motion guy because they fake to him, you straight ahead and you replace him. If he just stands, you hand it to the motion guy. That's just inside veer inverted. The quarterback's now the fullback, and the receiver is the quarterback on their path. First down and 10. Now they line the backup so close that he can touch the quarterback, and they go with that inside handoff to Blake McCormick, and he just crashes across and inside the 25 to the 23. Again, they handed it off twice. They gave it to Cotman, and he had it about .01 seconds and just transferred it over to McCormick. I don't see the benefit in that. No, uh, I think it's such a quick, is, such a quick double. I handoff. think what they're setting up is Cotman to keep it. They're going to fake that here at some point, and Cotman's going to keep that outside, and it will be there. They're an interesting offense, Doug. They do everything very simple. I think what would make them amazing is they had some speed. They're not very fast uh, because they do get into the open field. They just can't break it. Second and seven at the 18 and back to pass. Zorn has a little pressure, fires it to the end zone. Defender falls down, and it's off the hands of Nick Kopman. Would have been a great catch, but he got his hands on it, and it's incomplete. There were two defenders back there, and one of them got tripped as he was trying to turn around and get on the defender. Yeah, that, that should have been a touchdown. It was flat out. He had it dead. So it'll bring up third down and seven yards to go at the 18-yard line of SEM. 
I would say this. I don't think Garden County's not built, Doug, to be able to come from behind at all. There we go, Mr. Duda's hell. Oh, big fumble. Plus fumble as it comes out from under center, and Zorn's able to dive on it. They'll lose about a yard and a half on the play. It'll bring up fourth down. And, of course, being at the uh, 25-yard line, they go for it. It's a loss of two. You know, sorry for the pause there. Some of these places are very open air, and Doug just got in a giant fight with a yellow jacket. Good thing he got it killed before it got one of us. That's right. It's it's nice and warm. We've got flies and ladybugs That's and wasps. Right. They are all coming up here where it's a great view to watch today's football game. Fourth down and nine for Garden County at the SEM 25-yard line. They'll send trips to the left side. Zorn waits, has all day, still has all day. Finally throws it up over the middle, and it's incomplete. He had his man, Austin Dorman, wide open at the 10 and just couldn't get to him, and he knew he couldn't take off and run because it would have been way too far to try and get the first down. Strung it out a long time, and Garden County gives it up on downs. Yeah, Doug, I'm just telling you, I, I, this is what SEM needed. There's your second consecutive stop. Now if you're Sumner, Eddieville, Miller, just matriculate this thing right back down the field, doing exactly what you had done in that first drive. Now they're going to empty it out. So we've got four wideouts, just those three linemen, the two guards in the center. They send the man in motion from left to right, throw it back to the left side, complete it to the hands of Michael Eggleston. He'll get five, now six, as he crosses the 30 to the 31-yard line. It'll be second down, about three and a half. You've got to come back to that formation and do it right now before they can get it fixed. Garden County, where it's completely lost, Doug. Right now they're still trying to communicate with their coach. They have no idea what the coverage is on that. Uh, I think they're trying to run some sort of zone, and they do not know what they're in. They were bouncing around looking at each other with their hands in the air. Under 40 seconds to go in the first quarter, 14-6 to six, Garden County. SEM has it second and four at their own 31. Out of the shotgun again with two wideouts in line. Takes the low snap. Has time. Now they send pressure. He's got to roll out. He'll throw it out here in the flat, and it is incomplete. Boy, at the same time that ball was thrown, even Zaren Schroeder says, that's behind me, and he kind of turned into a defensive back, and just getting a finger on it was Reed Spady. It'll be third down and four. Yeah, Doug, get back to the timing stuff. And when they're bunching their receivers, it's no good. They've had their best out of lone receivers with ends or two by two that's been their best look into the ball game preston steve now as they send three wideouts to the right side along with trace claflin on third and four and all kinds of confusion now and we're going to get a timeout for sem so coach streeter kind of been using the same eight kids then he subs in and there's a little communication issue so this timeout brought to you by nebraska land national bank with 26 seconds to go in the first quarter it's garden county 14 sem6 you're listening to the d2 state football playoffs on classic hits no matter where you are even out in this cornfield when you work with chs you're connected connected to global grain buyers and food companies Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Let's go to the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Tri-County 52, Hampton, New- or Hardington, Newcastle 6. Creighton 60 to nothing over Diller Odell. Twin Loop 8 nothing over Juanita Palisade. St. Mary's Lee Juices Farnham 32 to 6. Out of the timeout, third and four here for SEM at their own 31 yard line. 
Trailing 14 to 6. Twins to the right side. Keep an extra end in here for Jason Line. Back to pass. They rush three. He'll throw it out here in the flat, and it is complete again. Just getting behind the backer is Claflin and pushed out of bounds at his own 39-yard line, a gain of seven. And line's been pretty accurate, only one incompletion. He did have the interception on the first play of the game. Yeah, no question. And, and you could hear that ball hit the chest of the receiver. He's spinning it, doing a nice job. Very interesting there. Garden County takes uh, – Noah Lake out of the game, Doug, their big giant nose guard. I mean, he'd play for any 11-man team that we do. And on that third down, they take him out, and that enabled line to get enough time to throw that ball. Now they get to the run formation with split backs. They hand it off over the left side, and the first true run of the game takes it into Garden County territory. And carrying it was Zarin Schroeder. He'll pick up about four. And that should be the final play of the first quarter outside of the quarterback line. That's the only rush that we saw. So we're at the end of the first quarter of play. Garden County 14, SEM 6. You're listening to the state playoffs on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden I get a call and I found out the cancer is moving your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornshai immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment and then you know we did a couple more tests down the road with them and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Another football action on our Platte River Radio group of stations. Hemingford has jumped out on Alma 14 to nothing at the end of the first quarter, currently airing on ESPN. 1460 and 1550. Right now, the first play of the second quarter. SEM trails 14 6. They've got it second and six at the Garden County 37 yard line. They'll hand it off to Bateo straight up the middle inside the 35, brought down at about the 32, about a yard short of the line to gain, a gain of five for Bateo. Yeah, and it's all split back veer principles, Doug. We don't see that in Nebraska as much anymore. We always used to go back to some of those legendary, like Lexington teams back in the 90s with all that split-back veer with guys like Sykes and Brand playing for state championships. That's exactly what we have lined up here again. Third and one, line under center, wants to run option around the right side, makes the late pitch, but it's the right thing, and then the ball's popped loose, but it goes forward and is still picked up by Schroeder at about the 21-yard line, and by the ball getting popped forward, they're going to pick up about seven more yards. He had the first down. And it'll be from the 33 to the 21, a gain of 12. Well, here's what I'll tell you. If they can keep that going. Now, I don't know. I haven't watched SEM this year a lot of times to know if this split back veer is something they've done a lot. If it's not, they've got to be careful because they've got to be able to hang on to the ball. I'm telling you, it will be successful for them, but it's an offense that you have to hang on to the ball. Our scouts tell us no, they have not done that very long. Empty backfield, low snap, bounces to line. He's under pressure, throws it underneath, and it's knocked away. Stepping in is Reed Spady. He's been all over the place as the linebacker, as it was intended for Nathan Schroeder in line. Got to be a little careful. That's how he got the ball picked off on the first play of the game. Uh, But uh, he's been pretty good through the air. 
And after SEM fell down 14 to nothing, they've kind of seen the waters calm a little bit here, but they're trying to poke it in and get this thing tied. First minute of the second quarter, 14 to 6, Garden County. Twins to the left side. Schroeder stays in the backfield to block for his line. Now he comes out of the backfield. He's wide open and uncovered. 20, 15, and he is shoved out of bounds just short of the first down by McCormick again. Nobody was able to get over there and pick him up. I'm telling you, this thing looked awful, right? With nine minutes left, it's 14 to nothing. SEM has got staying power, Doug, and it's important here. you got about two yards, maybe three, third down. You've got two downs to do it, and keep that in mind. You don't have to get it all here. Just get a first down and keep this thing go moving forward. Coach Brent Streeter with Preston Steve almost walked him all the way out to the huddle, telling him exactly what the uh, play was going to be here. And now Steve will line up wide to the right side. Twins right and left on third down and a long two. They will send in motion Schroeder from left to right. Fake the Jake Jet sweep right up the middle. Nobody's home and walking into the end zone. Untouched is Jason Line for a 13-yard touchdown. And it's a two-point game. Well, Coach Spady right now is looking at his defensive coordinator and just said, what just happened? I mean, literally, they spread him out. That was quarterback draw the whole way, and his linebackers just literally ran away. There was nobody there. I'd be asking my D.C. as well. Mine would tell me probably get out of my face. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, they've been doing a pretty good job. Now, do you get into that conversion game? They wanted to kick the first one. They just missed wide left. You're down two. They're going to go for two. There's going to be a lot more conversions in this game, it would appear. Well, an eight-man's one of those things where you don't have to chase it because you know scores are coming. So for the two-point conversion, line, back to pass, trying to set up a screen. He's under pressure, just throws it into the end zone, and wide open to make the reception is Micah Eggleston. And after falling down 14-0, SEM has come back to tie things up. Our five-points bank touchdown, a 13-yard run by Jason Line. 11:09 to go first half. SEM and Garden County tied at 14 on Classic Hits. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. What sets Aurora Cooperative apart from the rest? This is Lynn Culbertson. At Aurora Co-op, we have the autonomy and flexibility to help each producer add more value to their bottom line. We're striving to be the best of the best by investing in our facilities, our people, and in the marketplace by assessing new grain opportunities both locally and globally. Ask me or your local Aurora Co-op grain merchant about our wet corn program, along with our lights are on till yours are off. Harvest hours policy. Your farm, your cooperative, your future. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. You're listening to the state football playoffs on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker. I want to say thanks to all the fine folks here at SEM for their hospitality. Glad to bring you some afternoon football as much as possible. We'll be followed by the Kennesaw and uh, Medicine Valley game, which may not have much of a pregame uh, if this game uh, keeps up here, but that's okay. We just want football, right? That's right. And then you and I got to make our way down south to do Elm Creek Cambridge tonight. And Claflin ready to boot it away. This is a low line drive kick that bounces and is taken at the six-yard line. Picked up there by Kotman. Starts to his right. Now up the middle of the field to the 15, to the 20, and he'll be upended at the 25-yard line. Nice tackle made there in the open field by SEM's Tennyson Williams. 
And now Garden County, who when you jump out 14-0 in the first three minutes, is thinking, all right, things are going good. Well, now all of a sudden they've been stymied a couple of times, had to punt, and then uh, were shut down on fourth down. Well, it's the same thing. You know, we just asked a few minutes ago, you know, it's very important for how does SEM respond here. <laughs> the response book right now is wide open for – uh, Garden County, how do they respond? Well, they respond by going bubble right with three wideouts, and they throw that wideout screen here to Nick Kotman. Doesn't get a whole lot. Dives over the 25 and maybe the 27-yard line. If that, gain a two. Yeah, they get in trips, kind of a trip stack, and then just throw uh, a now screen to the uh, furthest back, and they get about two. This I know they've thrown it for 1,000 on the year, but it is not their game. They're a 2,000-yard rushing team, and i got to believe that's what they want to do. They'll send three linemen down here for SEM. Same look. Trips to the right. Nobody to the left. And the snap back. Quarterback Zorn wants to keep it off the right side. He'll get to the 30. They kind of give up on the play, and he's still on his feet, and the ball may have come loose, but he is going to fall on it at the 31-32 yard line. Got about five on the play. It'll be third and a long three. Yeah, they show the exact same thing there, Doug. Trips with the stack, pump the now screen, and then he took off on the draw. Then on that, there's a lot of stuff that will come off of that. They'll release number one straight down the field on that and pump the now screen, and when they all rally to it. Mateo in on the tackle that time with Schroeder, and it's third down to long three, back to that double wing look. Zorn will give it to McCormick. He's got the first down and more. Midfield hurdles a man, gets to the 35-yard line of SEM, and we brought down there after a gain of 13. Yeah, Garden County did a dynamite job there. They just blocked everybody down. That happened right in front of us, kind of on the field, and it, the play ran at us, and when he went to turn the corner, there was, I mean, it was a gaping hole. That even though it's a third-teamer, Doug, you could have ran through that. <laughs> first down and 10 here. The fifth first down of the ball game for Garden County. They'll go back to that double wing with Kopman and McCormick. And they'll give it to McCormick. Same play they just ran around the right side. Gets to the 30. Follows his blockers to the 25. And now has another first down. And maybe Garden County has realized this is working. Let's run it 20 times in a row. Yes, like th- this is one of those deals. You know, Nate Newhouse always said to me when he was still coaching college football, he said the most amazing thing to me was watching a high school play caller, a high school coach be a play caller because they get bored with stuff. If there's one thing working, why stop calling it? Well, SEM sees some problems here, and they need to make an adjustment right now. And so Coach Streeter calls their second timeout, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, SEM, and Garden County. 14 all with 9.21 to go in the second quarter. We'll be right back. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. It'll be a first down and 10. Fake McCormick inside handoff Kaufman from right to left. He runs through traffic. It's inside the 20 and pulled down at the 18-yard line and just maybe a little more energy. Those running backs had three or four plays off. Uh, not on 
defense, but here on offense, and they've come out and run strong now. Well, yeah, and the key there is, Doug, is they're getting the kick out. Whether they're running it on sweep or there was counter, they're kicking the end man to the line of scrimmage to the play side out, and it's just, I mean, if he's supposed to be a B-gap player, that B-gap's big enough to run a semi through. Five carries, 16 yards for Kotman. That's his best carry. Second down and three. Fake the handoff back to pass. The cover, they're both covered, so he throws it into double coverage, and it is off the intended fingertips there of his end in Kotman, who actually tried to make that one-handed catch. SEM thought they were going to get the pick, and the ball just sailed over their head a little bit. Yeah, and Kotman, you know, he's only scored 142 points this year, Doug. That's it. I mean, gee whiz, he's caught most of those. Well, and after completing his first two passes, Zorn is one of his last five for two yards. Yeah, I think this is just run toss, man. That's what got him down here. It is third down and a long three, ball at the 18-yard line of the Mustangs, and that's what they do. McCormick around the right side, but they grab him backside. He just drags him with him. Holding on is Rhett Heckin Lively, but he's going to get the first down, it looks like, inside the 15, needed to get just across the 15, and he did a gain of four. And here's the tough thing, and it's just, again, you know, where the program is. It's going to take time for the SEM program to get there. Heckin' Lively gets a hold of him, and then all the other SEM guys look, and they just assume Heckin' Lively's tackling him. If they rally to the ball right there, he doesn't get the first down. Saw that earlier on the drive, and they've had trouble uh, with run defense. Well, that's one of the reasons you got to gang tackle. you got to go to the ball, and that allowed, you're exactly right, first down and 10 at the 13-yard line. Fake the jet sweep up the middle of Zorn, gets to the 10, and there's two or three purple jerseys to bring him down at about the 8-yard line. It'll be second down and 5. This is the spot where SEM needs to rip the ball out. Oshkosh has carried, or gee, many crickets. Garden County has carried it uh, uh, a little bit loose, Doug, here. Now they need to turn them over. Garden County got the first 14. SEM got the next 14. We're tied with 745 and counting here in the second quarter. Garden County taking a long time. I would if I were them, Doug, because shorten this game. Run the ball, shorten the game. That does not play into SEM's hands. Second and five at the eight. Play clock running. Jet sweep. They give it to McCormick. He is upended again by Heckin Lively. You can see why he is doing such a good job uh, all year long. They'll mark him between the five and the six, right on the six-yard line. It's going to be a gain of two, and it'll be third and three. Yeah, you know, Garden County clearly, to me, doesn't look like a team that they would do well in a to a come-from-behind type fashion, the way they move the ball. They just want to short. Look how slow they are to the line here, Doug. Well, they're so used to scoring quickly. Yep, very very true. Second, Third down and three at the six. Back to the double wing. Zorn gives it to McCormick. The bread and butter play to the right side. But this time it goes nowhere. SEM guesses right. Oh, there was a punch thrown, Doug. 15. Nick Kotman. We'll see if – well, let's see what happens. He flat – they may look at it and just say he shoved him. That looked like a punch, Doug. Well, around the right side, give credit on the tackle to Micah Eggleston, and that would have been on the back side of the play, too, Larry. Yeah, no, that he was. Yep, happened. I was watching it. He was kind of chicken fighting with the guy. He'll be very lucky if all they do is mark off 15. He flat threw a punch. Personal foul. Wow. On SEM, personal foul on Garden County, and it offsets. He's going to let him play. You know, that's probably the right thing to do there is because they were chicken fighting, but, boy, when I looked over 15's arm, went back and just. <laughs> Get off me. Yeah. Well, there was only one flag. 
So the same official must have yeah. saw both things there. So what that means is we've got a third, fourth down and three at the six-yard line instead of fourth down and 18. Yes. So a chance here for Garden County as they'll split out wide to the left. Dorman, slot left, is going to be McCormick in the backfield with the quarterback. Zorn is Nick Kotman. Big fourth down. They were denied on their last fourth down. Now Kotman leaves the backfield. Zorn has pressure, steps up, throws over the middle and wide open. Touchdown, Austin Dorman. A six-yard touchdown strike, and Garden County is back on top. Jeez, these windows in eight-man are big. I haven't, you know, I haven't done or seen an eight-man game since you and I uh, last year in the state finals would have done one. But, boy, there's just giant open windows there. Not a lot of hands in the face there because it's so spread out. You've got to cover your man. 6.36 to go here. They go for the two-point conversion to try and make it an eight-point lead here. They'll be out of the pistol, and McCormick to his left. They'll throw to the right. The ball is in and out of the hands of Kotman, who was in the right wing position, and it falls to the ground. The two-point pass is no good. Our five-points bank touchdown is a six-yard touchdown pass from Mason Zorn to uh, Austin Dorman. And with 6.36 to go in the first half, it's Garden County 20 and SEM 14. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and in all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service. From seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. State playoff action here on Classic Hits. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors. Glad to be here at SCM as the Mustangs back behind here 20-14 to 14 with 6.36 to go. And Noah Lake will boot it away, and this will be returnable. Jumping to take it at the two-yard line, straight up the field to the 10, the 15, looking for some running room, taking everything he can get to the 25. And brought down there is Zaren Schroeder. He was just going to run as far as he could straight up the middle. Man, it was a great job by Schroeder. He At the goal line, he jumped up and caught it. Otherwise, that would have been a touchback. They get it at the 25. Doug, you know, Schroeder gains his team 10 whole yards there. That was a great job. Alma is on the board. Hemingford 14, Alma 8 in the second quarter. Dundee County Stratton leads West Holt 18-6. So does Chambers Wheeler Central Elgin. Uh, or Ewing, excuse me, over Sutherland, 18-6. That's in the second quarter, and we have a timeout called here by Garden County. Yeah, and look, they got the dry erase board, about a four-foot-by-four-foot dry erase board on the ground. Does the Garden County defensive coordinator right now. Well, we've only had the uh, one penalty that has gone on in this football game. Had the one that was both sides. Our timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the uh, other scores of games that are currently going on. Uh, in the state playoffs this afternoon. We just looked at a few of those in D1. Elsewhere, Creighton with the running clock leading Diller Odell 68-0 in the third. Tri-County leads Hardington Newcastle in the second, 52-14. Twin Loop 25, Juanita Palisade nothing in the second quarter. 
Also, O'Neill St. Mary's leads Eustis Farnham 38-6. to They have reached halftime, and those are your afternoon games. Here it's 20-14, to Garden County leading uh, SEM. One of the, uh, two, the two closest games are on our airwaves right now. Henry yeah, Port Alma and SEM Garden County. You know how to pick them, Doug. <laughs> well, they are 8-9 matchups, so I guess they are supposed to be competitive. Correct, Lair? That's right. All right, we're ready to go here on the unbalanced line to the right side. Line will be under center. First down and 10 at their own 25-yard line. They'll send Bateo in motion and pitch it to the short side. And Eggleston is going to be thrown down to the backfield by Reed Spady. Excuse me, Schroeder, not Eggleston. Schroeder, the running back. He had no chance on that play. He's going to lose two. Yeah, Spady just beat the block, and then he buzzed his feet and wrapped up. He did a great job there. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats, preview our later games today, and we'll also look at the scoreboard as we bring you more high school football here on Classic Hits. Second down at about 12. They'll go out of the shotgun this time in line, back to pass, looking to throw down the sidelines and overshoots Bateo. And it'll be third down. Yeah, that was... They went deep there, but again, like we said, it's out of the formation. Garden County committed three receivers to one vertical, or three defensive backs to one vertical route there, Doug. Garden, or SEM had two other guys in the route. Garden County sends three with that one. So it'll be third down and about 16 yards to go. Out of the shotgun line. Here comes the pressure. He pump fakes, now decides to run, gets what he can. To the outside, 20, stiffed arm to the 23. As he hits the ground, the ball pops out, but he's down at the 23-yard line. A gain of five. It'll be fourth and 11. And you got a punt here. They haven't even gotten it back yet, Doug, to where the drive started. So the clock will run, and they'll punt it away with about five minutes to go here in quarter number two. 20-14, Garden County with the lead. Each team has punted at once, a 41-yarder under duress the last time from Jason Lyon because the ball bounced back to him. And it looks like SEM is going to use as much time as they can here and then maybe call a timeout. It would be their final one. It's interesting to do with still five minutes in the half. And this will be their final timeout. I'm that's not exactly sure. what Coach Streeter wants to do. It's fourth down. And all of 11 at their own 24-yard line. So the final timeout of the half here with 4.54 to go. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank, Garden County 20, and SEM 14. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. The folks at Buzz's Marine want to stress the importance of weatherizing your boat. Let Buzz's first-class service technicians work on your boat now so you don't have to worry about it in the spring. A little preventative maintenance will save you time, money, and a huge headache in the spring. So go to buzzesmarine.com and see what tailored winterization package will work best for your boat. Then call Buzz's Marine at 308-234-4576 to set up an appointment. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Cardi. 
Line punts it away, and it's going to be taken at the 25-yard line. And Kotman starts left, nowhere to go, reverses his field across the 30, breaks a tackle. Now he's got some room. 35-40, hit and breaks another tackle, and finally they'll shove him out of bounds at the 37-yard line. A 31-yard punt, but a heck of a return. Yeah, that was a great return. That just flopped the field all the way. It was a tremendous punt. So the ball marked at the 36 uh, after a 31-yard punt, about a 19-yard return that time. And Garden County now looking for more before halftime, and they have got two timeouts remaining with 4.39 to go here. First half, 20-14, to 14, Garden County leading SEM. Yeah, they're in shape. They can just run their stuff, and now they come out and spread. And moving in motion, McCormick fake it to him. Straight up the middle quarterback, Zorn, has a little room. Gets to the 30 into the 29-yard line before he is brought down by Rhett Heckenlively. Nice gain of about six and a half, maybe even seven on the play. Second down and three. Yeah, Doug, they're just that's that inverted veer, and they haven't given it on it yet. Fairly easy to read because the running back, as he goes across the quarterback, he literally is stopping and turn arounding turning around to be a cheerleader just one step beyond. Now they'll go back to that wing T look with Kotman to the right, McCormick to the left, around the right side he comes, 25, and a shoestring tackle made there by Tennyson Williams. It's enough for the first down to the 24, but it could have been a whole lot more. Yeah, these things are getting ready. They look like they're starting to really break, Doug. McCormick, and and they they wanted to get all those plays off their play chart uh, in the ballgame. They've got them. Now they're going back, and they've been successful at a variety of them, Garden County. That's exactly right. First down and 10. Again, Garden County took the ball, so SEM will get it to start the uh, second half. It'll be a huge stop here if the Mustangs can come up with it. They'll go with the inside handoff, Kopman, and he's got room around the left side. 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Garden County. Yeah, a 24-yard run by Nick Kopman. That's why I said, Doug, it's just starting to look like some of those are getting ready to just start blowing open. Attrition is tough when you just don't play any kids. It's not he doesn't play, you know, it's not that he's not playing kids because he's in love with the ones he, you know, are on the field or favorites or something. He just doesn't have any more to play. So now we line up to go for the two-point conversion once again. Our five points bank touchdown, a 24-yard run by Nick Kotman. That's really the first time that play has blown open here in the game. They'll spread the field with four wideouts again for Zorn. He wants to run it up the middle and that has not worked. That no. play goes right in the trash for the rest of the game yeah. for Garden County. So they've only hit one of their two-point conversions with 3.36 to go in the first half. Garden County, 26, SEM 14. These are the state football playoffs on Classic Hits. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here at SEM High School, the state high school football playoffs. And Garden County got the first two touchdowns. SEM got the next two. Now Garden County's got two. Let's see if the Mustangs can answer back. And this is what you kind of love here, uh, Larry, even though they don't have any timeouts, 336, plenty of time. And if SEM can do something on this drive, then they get the ball right away to start the third quarter. And that's the key. I mean, if you get a two-for-one here, you can get this thing tied up or take the lead. 
without ever giving the ball back to him. Ready to boot it away is Noah Lake. Lake to kick off now. And Lake, the left footer, punches it in the air. It's returnable again. It'll be taken at the three-yard line by Schroeder. Up the middle of the 10, the 15, but that time it's well covered. He gets to about the 17-yard line, and there's Nick Kopman, who just scored the touchdown to come in and make the tackle. First down and 10, going into the wind that we have here today at SEM, about 15 miles an hour out of the south-southwest. And in the first quarter, Line had put it up nine times. He was eight of nine with a pick, and he's one of three here in the second quarter. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that's been the difference when he was, you know, it hasn't been the running game. They're trying to run the ball here. It's been when they've gotten them in two by two. Staggered eye formation, line back to pass. Has time, now steps up, now needs to run, now is drugged down from behind. At about the 14-yard line, there's Noah Lake. That's a coverage sack that time because Line was able to even uh, get out of the pocket a little bit before he's dropped. Yeah, you got too many guys standing around right now. Like the SEM guy, guys, they'll block their guy for a second, and then they just stand and watch. They got to learn to rally. Second sack of the ball game here for the Garden County Eagles, and the clock will run with three minutes to go. Twins to the right, and that will be uh, Bateo and Schroeder. Now they put Eggleston at the end on the left. Back to pass, empty backfield, throws it as far as he can, and it is going to be caught over the shoulder at midfield and falling out of bounds with it is going to be Zarin Schroeder. What an outstanding over-the-shoulder catch into Garden County territory. Yeah, and I'm telling you, Garden County's lucky there. There really wasn't a tackle made there. Uh, It was just a situation where Kopman kind of ran into him, uh, ran into Schroeder, and knocked him out of bounds. Otherwise, that was a touchdown. Kopman didn't really tackle him. He just kind of inadvertently ran into him after he was looking up for the ball. That was an incredible catch as far back as he was looking. Spread out wide to the left is Eggleston. First and 10 now in Garden County territory at the 37-yard line. Line, a blitz. Now a shovel pass. They let him come through. Gets it to Schroeder. Not a big gain inside the 35 to the 34. Tries something a little different. And now another penalty flag. And evidently there's some chirping going on out there. Yeah, and he's saying something to Garden County. I think this is going to be 15 against the White, Doug. As they discuss it. Yeah, I mean. The Local um, crew are boys down from Amherst. The umpire immediately started saying something to those guys. And this will be a 15-yard penalty, and those are so huge on the 80-yard field. Oh, huge. I mean, uh from the 50 to the 35, you're still not in scoring range. But here, when it's from the 40, and now at this case, the 34, this can move it all the way down to the 19-yard line. Yeah, and this is a big answer for SEM. Again, we just talked about it. 2.37 left in the second quarter, Doug, and SEM receives the ball. No doubt about it. As they take their time to mark this one off all the way down to the 19-yard line, first down and 10 here for SEM. Trailing 26-14 with 2.37 to go here in the first half. The D2 state football playoffs here in the West Bracket. Line will be in the backfield as the quarterback. Shotgun again, but tails slot right. But really four wideouts again here as they spread it out for line. Line will send in motion Schroeder. Fake it to him. He's into block. Now throw that post pattern, and it is out of bounds. That just was not going to work trying to find Trace Claflin. Pass is incomplete. We saw this last year, Larry, with Amherst, uh, where you run this kind of offense when you can't run the football and you're running downfield every time, then you have to come back. Then you have to run downfield. 
then you have to come back. There's 16 guys. I've seen nine played so far by SEM on an 80-degree day. There's only 13 kids in pads for SEM today. Yeah. There's only five kids standing over there that aren't on, on the field, and it's it kills you. You can't. Trips to the right. We've got a penalty flag in line is sacked. I think this is going to be motion against uh, SEM. SEM. They were running trips over to the right side. Yeah, they're calling Cody Gillespie over the other line, Judge. They want to see what he saw, who was where. But you're exactly right, Doug. It just turns into 48 minutes of wind sprints. And when you're not playing extra guys, you know, that still was one of the best eight-man teams I've ever seen in my life last year with that Amherst team, and it just boiled down to them running out of gas with the way the offensive scheme was uh, in that thing. And you are you could start seeing that here. SEM needs halftime to go get yeah. a break. That illegal procedure penalty will definitely be declined because the sack was worth five yards, and so uh, they will take the five-yard loss and move the down. It'll be third down and 16 back at the 25-yard line of Garden County. And again, SEM out of timeouts, 2.20 to go here in the first half, 26-14 Garden County. They're going to bring a little bit of a blitz. Line steps up, throws to the end zone. This is a jump ball for Claflin, and it's picked off at the goal line by Cotman, and down the sideline he comes. 10-20, 25, and it'll be upended, and then we get a penalty flag right at the point of the tackle out here at the 33-yard line. I'm not sure what that would be, Doug. Might have, might have ran into somebody's sideline interference oh, here. Oh, yep, no question in that deal. That's exactly what it is, and I there's not, a, there's not a lot of room. No. There's, there's not 10 yards between the crowd and the field here at SEM. And that's what we're listening into the uh, official. That's another great thing about 8-Man. You can just hear the official. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you don't need the microphone. <laughs> And nothing happens on that. That's the first. If it happens again, then it is a penalty. But it is a pick, and now really changes things because two timeouts, 2.04 to go. Garden County has it at their own 34, and they could really put a hurting on SEM if they punch another well, one sure, in. Sure, Doug, because the thing is, once you get that two- to three-score lead with Garden County with their offense, they can eat minutes, <laughs> tens of minutes off the ball with each drive. So a return of 34 yards, and let's see what they do. Twins to the left side. They'll move McCormick in motion and get him over to the right side. Out of the shotgun, Zorn wants to throw. Dumps it to his back, Reed Spadey. He's got room down the right side, 40, 30, 20, and he'll be upended there at the 19-yard line by Trace Claflin. Beautiful play again, and that's going to go for 25 yards and a first down. Yeah, it was. That, that's actually the first play they ran to score. Uh, first play from scrimmage was the exact same play, Doug. So here we go. 156 and down at the 19-yard line here are the Eagles looking to extend their 26-14 lead over SEM. So two interceptions, the only two turnovers of the ball game. They're back now in that double wing. They'll give it to McCormick, pitch right side, try to drag him down from behind, and I'll tell you, Red Heck and Lively's been busy trying to close that down, but another nice gain on the play to the 13. That's a gain of six, and he wants to come out. Uh, he kind of got drugged out a little awkwardly there, so Blake McCormick, who I have for 70 yards rushing, will check out of the ball game. Boy, I tell you, Heck and Lively is a good football player, Doug. He's they don't one, lose him, do they? Yeah, yeah, a lot of seniors. One of the six seniors 
As they'll go out of the shotgun and coming in is Mark Schwartz as the back wanting to throw Zorn and he's wide open into the end zone for a touchdown. And it is Reed Spady again. Yeah, that was a really nice throw there. So Spady from 13 yards out takes it in for another Garden County touchdown. And that's going to be our moment of the game brought to you by Osara Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Osara Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. The lineup to go for the two-point conversion with a minute 17 to go here. But the pick when it looked like SEM was going to score, and it turns right into six at the point at the moment. Now trying to get it to eight, throw over the middle, and it is complete for the two-point conversion to McCormick. So we go from points for SEM. Instead, it's points for Garden County, and with 117 to go before halftime, Garden County's put 20 in a row up. It's the Eagles 34 and SEM 14, that five-points bank touchdown, a 13-yard pass from Mason Zorn to Reed Spady. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker, back with you here at SEM, and uh, the Mustangs now have some work to do. Yeah, no question. You know, we were talking about them trying to get a two-for-one, and now they're down by 20. Uh, awful tough there. Uh, be interesting to see for Garden County. Kind of an injury uh, there on the touchdown, Doug. Uh, Reed Spady came up uh, real gingerly, and he's been, he was not in for the two-point conversion. He's not in on the kickoff either. So uh, McCormick got a little banged up the play before, and then Spady, here's a very short kick. It'll bounce and be picked up at the five-yard line, straight up the field. Schroeder now bounces to the right side, and the tackle made by the man that came in in Mark Schwartz to replace uh, McCormick, and he goes out there and makes the tackle on special teams at the 16-yard line. SEM out of timeouts and at their own 16 with 112 to go here. In the second quarter. Yeah, and it looks like no family physical therapy will be needed for Reed Spady. He just walked back out there, Doug. So, but, but he walked did, out there slow. Two locations in Kearney that could have helped Yeah, make out. no mistake about it. Those people are good at it. First down and 10 at the 16. Line will come under center. They'll split the backs. And Jason's just going to hand it off over the left side and a couple of yards for Schroeder. And maybe Brent Streeter says, let's go catch our breath, although it's the playoffs. I would have thought maybe maybe he just wanted to see what they could get there and still go to the air. Under a minute to go uh, here in the first half. Schroeder's going to pick up three to the 20. Yeah, and they're the D.C. for uh, Garden County telling his guys to back up now. Clock running. His line is out of the shotgun. They will send Steve in motion to the right side. Back to pass, rolling right under pressure. Throws it as far as he can. There's some contact down the field with Steve, but the pass was thrown behind the SEM bench. He did grab him. There's no doubt about it that Zorn grabbed Steve, but the pass was so far out of bounds that there was no flag. Yeah, that was the deal there. He just threw him down, but uh, I think you got to be a little bit careful there, you know, calling these big giant jump balls. Uh, you could end up down another one. You know what I mean? You do have, you do have to be a little careful. 
35 seconds to go now in the half. Clock stopped on the incomplete pass. Third and seven at their own 20-yard line. Trying to hit a home run right now is line. He'll send Schroeder on the jet sweep. Quarterback keeper off the left side. Needs a block. Oh, there's a penalty flag. 25-30. It's going to be a huge play for line. Down the 30. Still in bounds. And they're going to say that he stepped out of bounds at the 23. He takes it into the end zone, but it doesn't matter. There's a hold all the way back here at the original line. And, Doug, I saw it. I really think it was a good block. I think it was a good block. Oh, no. Tough, tough break. For the, they're going to call it chop no, block, actually. No, Doug, it wasn't. Tough break here, and now it's probably taking knee time. Here's the tough part is that kid started on the line of scrimmage, but he was in a stand-up. See, you, can't, you cannot block somebody below the waist if, uh, if he doesn't start on the line of scrimmage. If he starts off the line of scrimmage, he cannot be blocked below the waist. That was the DN there who started on the line of scrimmage, but he was standing up. And I think as the umpire saw it, he was standing up and got cut. So instead of having the ball down at the 23, and I'm not sure the clock ran on the last play, we still have 35 seconds. It'll be half the distance to the goal. They're trying to figure out, I think, what to mark off for the penalty, but it'll be half the distance to the goal from the 20 to the 10, and that'll bring up third down and 17 with 35 seconds to go and no timeouts, 34-14, Garden County with the lead. Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up next. And they want to put the clock at 25. Yeah, it did not. That's another thing they were discussing. So they'll run it down to 25 seconds. And Garden County does have a timeout, so I would be using one if Absolutely. I come up with a stop here on SEM. Yeah, no question. I make them punt it from here. You're better physically up front if you're Garden County than SEM, so you would want to put them in a situation to punt. That was the first penalty of the game on SEM, who lines up in the I formation. Line now moves his fullback out of the formation and hands it off on a counterplay, and there's nothing there, and that will get the timeout for Garden County. They'll go ahead and get that timeout immediately as Schroeder just gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. But it'll be fourth down and long, and the second time out of the game used here by Garden County will stop the clock with 19 seconds to go, and having to punt from their own one-yard line will be SEM this time out. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll just keep it here for the final 19 seconds of the half, Larry. Yeah, and I, it, if you're SEM here, it is, I mean, mega important that you find a way to get this punt off and go tackle the guy. This is one as a coach where your heart's just in your throat because it could be nails here if you give up six or eight points on this play, but you're going to punt this ball or snap it from your eight-yard line um, with a guy that scored over 150 points on the season back there uh, to return it and all kinds of big, tough dudes up front to go block it. This is an important play in this game, Doug. Well, Spady, I think, was the guy that about got it last time, and again, he's out right now with an injury. We watch the middle of the field where maybe McCormick tries to rush in there. Standing two yards deep in his own end zone line. There's the snap. Here comes the rush. The kick is away, but it doesn't go very far. Bounces at the 28 and will be down at the 27-yard line. That's only a 20-yard punt that time. And so 11 seconds. Time for a couple plays here for Garden County. Yeah, no doubt about it, Doug. And, and they've, got, I mean, they've got stuff in their offense to be able to do it. And rushing hard that time was Wyatt Santero, 
trying to get in there and block that punt. Line did what he was supposed to do, grab it, kick it, just get it out of there, but it looked like it went straight into a wind tunnel, and it just didn't go anywhere. So first and 10 for Garden County at the SEM 27-yard line with 11 seconds to go here before halftime. Twins to the left side. Now they'll put Kopman out there. Trips to the left side for quarterback Zorn. Wheel route looking for Kopman. Now Zorn under some pressure. Rolls right. Throws it towards the end zone. And it is tipped away. Intended for McCormick. But on the coverage was Trace Claflin. Great defensive play there by the Mustang senior. Well, if I'm Garden County, I get back in the same formation. They're in motion to it. They were in twins with a back and a 10 personnel look. And they motioned the back out. And SEM did not adjust. They had three receivers out there with one DB, and for whatever reason, he threw back the other way. Well, this will be the final play of the half. Five seconds to go. Garden County up by 20. They've scored the last three touchdowns. Now they'll put the Twins to the right side. Spadey's back in there with Kotman. Now they swing McCormick over there. Same play just to the other side. All day to throw. Now Zorn fumbles the ball, and it'll be down, and that'll be halftime. The only purple jersey coming in there was that of Nathan Schroeder, and he punched the ball loose, but falling on top of it was Drake Carmack. That's the only time that they put the ball on the ground, and we are at halftime of our D2 opening round game here in Sumner, and the Mustangs will have some work to do. It is Garden County 34 and SEM 14, and uh, it just, as you have mentioned a couple of times, might be a matter of attrition. It's not that uh, Garden County has a lot more kids, but they got three or four more kids that they're able to run in there and sub. Well, and I think that's it. You know, arguably one of their best players, probably their third or fourth best player is Reed Spady, and he's come off several times. Their first or second best player is Blake McCormick, and he's come off several times, and they've still got a 20-point lead. Doug, you hit the nail right on the head. They just have a couple more dudes. Well, again, the halftime score, 34-14, Garden County. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first-half stats, scores of playoff games that are already underway, preview of the games that are still to come tonight on our Platte River Radio group of stations, and, of course, the sub-district volleyball pairings came out today. If we get a minute, we'll try and take a look at those as well, and then 11-man and 6-man playoffs get underway tomorrow. A lot to talk about here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Sumner, Eddieville, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. With our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda, and it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. And SEM here at home, trailing Garden County in the 8-9 matchup in the D2 West bracket. 
by a score of 34 to 14. And Larry, uh, we have seen Garden County do a little bit of everything. When they want to run it, they've got a bread and butter play there with McCormick around right end. That seems almost unstoppable. SEM. I mean, it's not. He's not had a lot of big plays out of it, but five, six yards every time is easy first down. They've started to figure out for SEM, and then uh, a couple of nice pass plays just to keep everybody honest. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, Garden County doesn't have any speed. If Garden County was fast, look out. This thing would be because, I mean, they, he's getting to spots. They just don't have any speed. For SEM, Doug, they've done a great job of kind of trying to find a way to stay in this thing. When they had the success that they had on their couple drives, it was all timing routes. They were able to step back, one, two, three, boom, get the ball out. Anytime he has taken where it's been a five or a seven-step drop or he's tried to get to multiple reads, it's a, it's a dumpster fire. They've got it on this first drive back. They've got to get that thing back into draws by the quarterback and bing, 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 get the ball out of his hands. And we've talked about how these teams have played a lot of uh... – offensive football which you see from winning teams in eight man that's no surprise sem uh, maybe not as offense uh, driven because they've had some close games as what garden county has done i mean outside of the loss to mullen the fewest points they scored in any game was opening night to moral 42 they've scored 42 44 74 the six against mullen 76 56 48 and 52 and i guess you can kind of see how mullen would slow this type of offense down because uh, they're just bigger and more physical well yeah and mullen can run it better than anybody out west right now and i think it's just the interesting thing you see garden county scores points and sem has scored 254 points on the year doug that is a lot of points to score the problem is they've given up 254 points on the season they are dead even with their opponents 254 to 254 that's too many points to give up uh Uh, in a playoff game well and uh, SEM uh, has been down and come back and won by 20 points earlier this year they did it uh, in in a couple of contests so uh, maybe an opportunity that uh, they at least know that they can come back in this football game yeah that's exactly right you know we talked about it um, uh, when when it was 14 to nothing you know what you tell them we've been here before like you know they had as you call them the antacid games here last week and the week before, you know, they've been in these kind of deals. And I do know Coach Streeter well enough to know that he'll have a message for him in there. Uh, and, and he's proven, guys, we can go down the field and score and we can get them to punt. The worst thing is in these halftimes, Doug, when you've never gotten them to punt <laughs> and you haven't scored. Like, what do you tell them? Well, let's take a look at some of the other scores right now and uh, tell you where we are at. On ESPN 1460 and 1550, they are also at halftime. It's Hemingford 20 and Alma 8. At halftime, West Holt, the 12th seed in the D1 West, leading Dundee County Stratton 19-18. to And Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing is leading Sutherland by a score of 16-6. to And that game is... In the second quarter, of course, most of the East games, just because there isn't a whole lot of travel, uh, they don't have to play uh, in the uh, afternoon. But there are a couple. Creighton uh, takes care of Diller Odell, 68-6. to They had 40 points in the first quarter. And at half, Tri-County, the seventh seed, leads Hardington-Newcastle, 
59-14. Now moving over to D2 in the west half of the bracket. Our score, 34-14 Garden County. The winner will get Twin Loop. Twin Loop 25-0 over Juanita Palisade at the half. Uh, so that hasn't gotten crazy up there at Taylor so far as where the game is at today. And in the third quarter, O'Neill St. Mary's leads Eustis Farnham by a score of 46-6. That is in the 5-12 matchup. And in the D2 East, a brooding Davenport Shickley, as expected, up quickly, 22 to nothing on Allen in the 2-15 matchup as uh, they are about 25 minutes into their football game. We have got plenty more football coming your way tonight. Immediately following us here on Classic Hits, we will swing it over to the uh, D1 bracket with uh, Kennesaw as they will be down at Medicine Valley and. I'm sure Medicine Valley, uh, like some teams, are tired of hearing about maybe how not good they are for being a 7-1 and football team. Uh, Medicine Valley, 7-1, uh, and one, Kennesaw 5-3, and three, and their three losses to Palmer, Elm Creek, both undefeated, and Heartland, who is 7-1. and one. Yeah, That's what I was just going to say, and not only are, are Kennesaw's, I mean, nothing from Med Valley. I, you know, it's a tough deal to get her to 7-1, and one, but understand this. Kennesaw is coached by one of the best coaches in, in high school football. I mean, he's really good. Um, and they have played in a lot of big games in these kids' careers. And they've played in big games this year. It is a Kennesaw is a good football team. And that game will kick off at 6 o'clock. Also at 6 o'clock, Blue Hill will host Paxton. And that is on the breeze, 94.5. And then Larry and I will head south when this game is over. And I'll watch Elm Creek take on Cambridge. In their first year in eight-man, Cambridge coming in at 4-4 four and four with a Coach Scott Porter who has plenty of experience in the playoffs, but uh, most of that at the 11-man level, taking Blue Hill to the state final three consecutive years. And uh, those are the radio games today. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we'll see Carney against uh, Larry Baker's alma mater in Grand Island. They met in the first week of the season. Carney got the win by two scores, and a lot changes over the course of a full season. Yeah, it sure does. I've watched the film this week, Doug, and watched, of course, the Grand Allen Kearney game, game one, and then I've watched both of them play their, uh, uh, or I've watched um, Kearney play one kind of in the middle of the year, and then I just watched last week's game with Grand Island, and um, there has been a fair amount change with both of them. The one thing that doesn't change with Kearney Grand Allen, it's really interesting, of course, we were playing that night, so I I, uh, didn't get to see the game. But in watching the film, as it's Carney Grand Island, you could just erase the year. It doesn't matter. It was a real hard-hitting, incredibly emotional game that really came right down to the end. Grand Island made some silly mistakes at the end and lost the game, kind of outplayed Carney. But it's a, it's a Brandon Cool Coach team. They don't make a ton of mistakes. If you make one, they make you pay. It's going to be an incredible football game tomorrow night uh, at Foster Field, Doug. And, of course, the winner gets to go play Omaha North. Um, and or, or, or Lincoln Southwest. Or Lincoln Southwest, <laughs> yes, the Silver Hawks. Um, and I can tell you, like, legitimately, um, that's one of those teams you don't want to play in the second round if you're Omaha North. And that's one of those two teams out west. They're both very well coached. They both are tough and will do it right. So, you know, outside of the Metro, um, uh those two teams, Grand Island and Kearney, God, you just wouldn't. If, if you're Omaha North and Coach Martin, that's not necessarily the game you want. You know Millard North's going to be really good, and you know Bell West is going to be really good, right? But Grand Allen and Kearney are the two that, that could scare you. 
Well, they've played Grand Island so many times that the Islanders know them as good as they know their own team, if Grand Island were to, were to advance. Well, yeah, no question. And the thing is about it is Omaha North just does what they do. I mean, they run uh, power zone as good as anybody. They get in the eye and just absolutely pound your eyeballs out uh, and then play fake uh, with the pass. They It's like watching North Dakota State, uh, old Nebraska uh, without the option. I mean, they do what they do. And uh, so you can scheme it up. As you said, if you've played them so many times, the problem is uh, their offensive line and stuff. I yeah. mean, those guys are dudes. And uh, also Kearney Catholic tomorrow against the defending state champions, Columbus Scotus, on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And Scotus, two of their losses are to Aquinas and Wahoo Newman, the other one to Ord, which really opened a lot of eyes uh, that night. And then uh, you take a look at uh, a big win that they uh, had here at the end of the season. Uh, They weren't sure even when they won on Friday if they were going to get in, but Lakeview uh, upsetting Ord. Then both Columbus schools got in, and Ord was the first team out. Well, yeah, and the thing is, Doug, is SCOTUS, clearly the defending state champion. They got a lot of good dudes run a uh, a system that's not the easiest to prepare for. Um, so it clearly will be a tough game. They've taken a, a step back uh, from last year's team. But I'm just telling you right now, the stars are legit. They've got a quarterback that can spin it. Uh, they've got a good defense. They've got guys that can go with the quarterback. I believe they're incredibly well coached. Rashawn does a great job. His scheme is is solid uh, all the way around, and I think the stars are really good. I thought coming into this season that Class C1 really boiled down to five teams, being the two uh, Wahoo teams, Aquinas, Norfolk Catholic, and Kearney Catholic, was, was my thought. And I think when you still look at it, it still goes through those five teams. Well, some other games uh, not on the airwaves but that will be going on tonight, and we will keep you up to date on our PlatteRiverPrep.com scoreboard. You can go to PlatteRiverPreps.com and view the scoreboard yourself. Amherst is at Palmer tonight. Tough task. Uh, what a difference a year makes for the Broncos. That game kicks off at 6.30. Also tonight, uh, Burwell South Loop. That should be just an outstanding football game in Arnold at 7 o'clock. South Loop. By losing to Elm Creek, now 7-1, and one, drops down. Burwell, a couple early losses. They were the preseason number one team in the state, defending state runner-up. Uh, what a draw. And if they win that, probably going to play Perkins County. Perkins County hosting Bertrand uh, this evening. Also going on to the state football playoffs in D2, uh, we will see Meade and Lawrence Nelson kick it off at 5 o'clock. And then uh, games that are still to come in uh, this side of the bracket uh, have Loomis hosting North Central at 5, Giltner at Sandhill-Stedford at 6, and Ansley Litchfield at Arapahoe at 7 o'clock. That should be an interesting one as well. There's a trip, Loomis to Bassett. That's the other way around. Loomis, the undefeated number three seat. So they get to to host. And uh, Loomis, uh, everybody just kind of wondering how good that 8-0 football team is. We'll find out. Um, because uh, they're going to see some really good teams after uh, tonight. Here it is, 34-14, Garden County with the lead over SCM. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the stats after this. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. 
Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Let's take a look now at the first half stats uh, here in our uh, D2 football playoff game. We will start with the SEM Mustangs. I have Zarin Schroeder with five carries, 17 yards, and he's the leading rusher. Kevin Bateo, one carry, five yards. They've got to Jason Line for three sacks, six carries, negative six yards, and then there was one team fumble that they did not lose. So 13 rushing attempts, 14 total yards on the ground for SEM. Through the air, Jason Lyon has put it up 17 times. He's completed 10 of those, but he also has two interceptions. One touchdown, 104 yards through the air, 14 on the ground, 118 total yards. That's eight first downs, one penalty, two turnovers on the interceptions, and three punts for an average of 31 yards. For Garden County, Blake McCormick, 13 carries, 70 yards. Nick Kotman. One carry for 40 yards, or excuse me, six carries for 40 yards and a touchdown. Mason Zorn, four carries for 24 yards. That's 23 carries, 134 yards, and through the air, Zorn is 5 of 10, no interceptions, three touchdown passes, and 84 yards. 84 through the air, 134 on the ground, 218 yards, 11 first downs, two penalties for 20 yards, no turnovers, and one punt of 24 yards. And those are your first-half stats. The scoring, Garden County took the ball, marched the ball down the field 65 yards, where Zorn hooked up with Reed Spady on a 25-yarder. The two-point conversion made it 8-0. The first offensive play for SEM was a pick six. Zorn stepped in front of a 22-yard return, and it's 14-0 three minutes into the game. But then SEM marches it down the field 47 yards after a nice kick return, a three-yard pass from line to Trace Claflin. The kick was wide left, 14-6, four minutes to go in the first quarter. It would stay that way until the first minute of the second quarter when Jason Line won a quarterback draw 13 yards straight up the middle untouched and then hit Eggleston on the two-point conversion and were tied 14-14. But then Garden County took over. A six-yard touchdown pass from Zorn to Austin Dorman. The two-point conversion no good. Six and a half to go in the second quarter, 20-14. On the next drive, a 24-yard run from Cotman. Nick takes it in. The two-point conversion no good. Then Cotman picks the pass off on SEM's next drive at the goal line, returns it to his 34, and with 117 to go in the half, a 13-yard touchdown pass from Zorn to Spady for the second time today. Two-point conversion was good, and in about five minutes, we went from tied to 34-14 Garden County, and that's where we are here at halftime. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Garden County 34 and SEM 14, the second half, is next. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. 
This is Mike Allison with Nebraska Land National Bank. Confidence in your bank has never been more important than today. Here at Nebraska Land National Bank, you can take solace knowing that we will always do the right thing to be fair with our customers. We work with our customers to tailor services to meet their individual needs and always have their best interests at heart. It's been a cornerstone of our culture from the beginning. We thank our customers and community for your ongoing confidence in us. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here at SEM, where the score is 34-14 Garden County. SEM will get the ball, though, to start the second half. And, uh, Larry, what do they need to do besides the obvious march down and score? Yeah, the thing is they just need to get back to being who they were when they were good, Doug, and that's those three-step drops, timing routes, hitting uh, receivers and not dropping back and spending time back there. Their line's not good enough. All right, we're ready to go. The boot's in the air. It is going to bounce at the 6 and be picked up there by Schroeder on the right side. 10, 15, sees a block, 20, 25, 30. Down the right sideline, 35, and brought down at the 37-yard line. And correction, looks like we have a jersey change out there. Number 15, I have to assume that's Schroeder. Maybe something happened to his jersey at halftime, some blood on it, or it got tore. And as Schroeder's been returning them all night, he stays in there. Yeah, he does, Doug. That's who it is. He's looking at his jersey, too. <laughs> He's going, this is a little tight, man. Right. First down and 10. Out of the spread formation, they'll send in motion from left to right. Claflin, line back to pass. Quick little button hook over here, complete. Into the hands of Micah Eggleston, into Garden County territory, to the 36-yard line. It's a gain of seven. Yeah, see, that's just a little 2-3 hitch where when he gets, when that quarterback gets to his back foot, get the ball out. That's just all timing. It's a great job. One of the things that they need to do, though, is they're calling who they want it to go to. The other receivers are taking one step, and they all just look at the receiver it's called to. You need some window dressing. Yeah. And, again, that's just one of those things. This program will grow into that. And these corners can jump the route. They've done it yes. a couple of times. Second out and three. Line quickly to the right side, but bounces at that time in front of Trace Claflin. And that will bring up third down and three. Yes, I love the play call. Same thing, two, three, hitch. Get going in your timing stuff. This is where they scored earlier, Doug. So the ball marked just short of the Garden County 35-yard line. Third and three here for the Mustangs after a good kick return to start this second half. 34-14, Garden County. Wide to the right side is Claflin. To the left side is Eggleston. Blocking back is Schroeder. Rolling to his right, different look. Now throwing it down the right sideline. Jump ball caught Claflin. They may call offensive pass interference at the 20-yard yeah, line. I wish, they wouldn't. I wish they wouldn't, Doug, because he did a good job. He was coming out of his break. He ran a now screen, put his hands up, and then wheeled back behind. It was a double cover, too, and pass interference will be called on the defense. So that play will stand for a gain of 18. It'll be first down and 10. At the Garden County 18. Yeah, that was equally terrible call. <laughs> oh, you be nice to these guys. They know where you live. <laughs> they do some of our games. But saying. no, there wasn't anything wrong with that. I like the play call. They tried to show the timing. It wasn't really a hitch and go because they showed the now screen. But it was an absolutely beautiful ball uh, thrown by Jason Line. So a first down here. And SEM on the march here on the opening possession of the third quarter. A minute in. And they are already down to the 18-yard line of Garden County. They're doing a great job here. First down and 10. 
They'll open it up again here. Out of the shotgun with it is line. He will send Schroeder in motion from right to left to block. Now throw it out here in the left flat, and he overshoots Kevin Bateo at the eight-yard line. And he had Bateo, Doug, on a crossing pattern. He had him. If he catches that, he goes in for a touchdown. Well, and I think, and maybe we just haven't pointed this out blatantly enough, pretty much, Lyon's a very good quarterback. He has thrown a couple jump balls under pressure, but if he gets just two seconds to look at two wide receivers, they're almost always open enough that you can throw the ball to them. Now they're going to come back under center and split the backs here on second and 10 at the 18-yard line. Line, going to give it off. Schroeder, and a penalty flag comes right at the line of scrimmage as he gets to the 15, a gain of three. But we all know what that is. There's only two things it can ever be, hold and a face mask. Yeah, and I got to believe that's probably a hold. They're back running that split uh, back veer that was inside veer. Now I guess it could also be a chop block, but... Usually those are pretty obvious. Targeting, targeting. on Garden County. And again, just lowering your shoulder as the linebacker coming in there got helmet to helmet with Schroeder, and that'll get him half the distance to the goal line from the 16 to the 8. Yeah, that's a big deal now. Again, as you said it, Doug, these penalties on a short field... And again, they have to kind of discuss here what exactly will happen on the play. That should be enough for the first down. It's a personal foul, so it is a first down, and it'll be first and goal. So first and goal at the eight. SEM down 34-14, 10:47, and it just kind of stops the clock yep. and gives SEM. It's good for them. It lengthens the game, which you need right now when you're down 20 oh, points. Yeah, if you're SEM, this thing is just what the doctor ordered. First and goal at the eight. Under center again is line. He'll split the backs. Short to the left, but tail to the right. On first and goal. Line takes the snap. Same play they just ran, but this time he'll keep it on the option and walk in untouched as they were biting on the handoff to Schroeder. Jason Line takes it in from eight yards out to cut it to 14. Yeah, Wyatt Santero there for Garden County. Just absolutely, I mean, they left the... uh, the defensive end unblocked, which made sense in the veer play they ran. Left the outside linebacker unblocked as well, and both of them chased the fullback. They weren't option sound there, and Santero will hate to see that on film. Well, let's see. They're going to go ahead and go for two points. They kicked it the first time when they were down 14-6, to six, but uh, since then they've went for two every single time. Yeah, I think now it's just find a way to score points. Line drops back on the pistol, under pressure, avoids it, now has all kinds of room. He's going to fake the pass, wants to run, dives. This is a judgment call, yes. The Lions judge thought about it for a second. He said, we're playing in Sumner, so the two-point run is good. With 10.38 to go here in the third quarter, it's Garden County 34 and SEM 22, the five-points bank touchdown, was a a nice eight-yard run by Jason Line. We'll kick it off after this. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house. 
or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Well, SEM did exactly what they needed to do to start the second half. Got some help there from a couple of penalties. One of them accepted. The key here, Doug, is if you're Garden County, you just grind the ball now and make it take forever because you've got a big enough lead here. Yeah, try to try to do what you did to SEM by halftime, wear them down, only do it quicker, and SEM will see what they do as they boot the ball. Claflin, low-line driver, and oh, no. Oh, Doug, he stepped out he at the stepped one. stepped out at the one-yard line as Nick Cotman thought that it was going to go out of bounds. Then it didn't go out of bounds, and he just lost where he was on the field. I think it would have just bounced right over the pylon, and instead he grabbed it. And his momentum took him out of bounds, yeah, and the ball's tr- inside the one. He was trying to stop. He was waving his arms and trying to stop. Give him the Novocaine offense here if you're Oshkosh. Toss to 32. Give it to Blake Mack and uh, McCormick. But if you're SEM, bow your neck right here. Score two points. Make it 24-34. Make them kick it off to you. Now they'll go back to that wing tee. Their money play is McCormick from the left wing to the right side. SEM's going to try to put a lot of pressure in. They're going to pass down the middle, wide open, complete, and then knocked away. Great defensive play by Jason Line as Reed Spadey had it in his hands at the 18-yard line. Oh, that'll be second down. Here's what's tough, Doug. They had two safeties back. They were deep enough there. Just read your eligible receiver and run with him. Make Garden County pay for a mistake on a play call because you pick it. And you pick that one, you probably pick it for six. What a great play by SEM. To, they were selling out trying to get that safety, and Line was really the only guy back there. And you know, Give credit to Coach Spady. He rolled the dice, went for it. And now let's see if they get more conservative, although they spread it out and go trips to the right side. Zorn all by himself, and we're going to get uh, whistles. That was going to be draw. Breaks. That was going to be a quarterback draw. And that has not worked all that well today. They've tried it on three extra points that haven't worked. A couple other times, minimal effectiveness. And it's going to be illegal procedure, but that's going to move the ball about an inch. Uh, we officially mark it down as a one-yard penalty, but it's already inside the one. I don't even know if he moved it, Doug. <laughs> you, can't, you can't move it if the tip is going to touch the goal line. And so. it's going to. And that is where it is at. Uh, if they would score on this play, it would tie a state record because you can't be any closer to the goal line than what Garden County is right now. And uh, McCormick uh, now has uh, Mark Schwartz in the backfield. Now they motion him out. This is what we saw at the end of the half. Rolling to the right. Trouble in the end zone. Throws it over the middle. The ball is knocked down. Jason Line almost picked it. He had it in his hands. And Nick Kopman then made the play for Garden County. And the contact knocked it out of Line's hands. It'll be third and ten inside the one. It was exactly what we said, Doug, there a minute ago. You'll get a chance to pick it. And Line had it. It's just that Kopman got enough body on him to jar it loose and knock him off balance. Third down and 10 inside their own one. It's 34-22 Garden County. And through all this, we played 90 seconds in the second half. Yeah, just incredible, Doug. And Blake McCormick is not on the field. 
He is over on the sidelines, getting a look at him. Schwartz in motion. They want to throw again. Standing flat-footed over the middle. Spady is wide open, and he is going to be short of the first down. Yeah, he did get it. He did not get across the 10, but they spotted across the 10. And this may be a bring the chains in. They're showing his fourth down. He's a full two yards short. Oh, excuse me. Hmm. Well, originally they had marked the ball at the two, I guess, when it looked like he stepped out at the one. Well, I went for one of these this year. (laughs) And I told my defensive coaches that we don't win. You guys are going to have to beat me home to get the for sale signs out. They're going for it. Quarterback sneak. First down. They tried to strip it. Mateo couldn't drag it out of the arms there of a quarterback, Mason Zorn, but that's awful gutsy going for it at your own 10, but it pays off with a four-yard carry. Yeah, we beat Loop City 21-7, Doug, and Loop City's seven points came on my brilliant idea to go for it on fourth and one from my 10. <laughs> the fans weren't happy. We could hear them across the field. No comment. No. 9.30 to go, second quarter, 34-22, Garden County. They just convert a huge fourth down. Now they go back to that double wing. And now you got to hope it doesn't turn into flag day here. We're starting to see quite a few flags early in this third quarter of play. Yeah, and that was going to be Mark Schwartz, a junior, 140 pounds. The illegal procedure, five-yard penalty. That's three penalties in the first two minutes and 30 seconds of the half on Garden County. 9.28 to go in the third quarter, 34-22 in favor of the Eagles. It's been a long game. And it looks like it's going to get a little bit longer because if this stays competitive, you're going to see the same type of work that SEM's been doing throughout the game. A lot of passes in this game for well, an eight-man contest. And your grinder, Blake McCormick, is on the sidelines. And that changes things up for Garden County. And they will hand it off. Kotman will take it across the 10, back to the original line of scrimmage, to about the 12-yard line. Almost to the original line of scrimmage. It's a gain of four, second and 11. Yeah, Garden County just seems beat up. The quarterback's not moving good. The running back's on the sidelines. Again, uh, McCormick came in with a banged-up left shoulder, and he's over here on the sidelines trying to take some fluid. Maybe just kind of one of those. Yeah, he's holding that arm to his side. Play defense, not offense, or takes a series off. Yeah, it's just not working. And he just shook his head no. And there's no trainer here to look at him either. Back to pass is going to be Garden County. Over the middle is behind and picked off. Picked off at the 20 to the 15. Jason Live gets to the 10. He's hit at the 5. He stays on his feet, and he gets into the end zone for a Mustang touchdown. A 25-yard interception return. There is a penalty flag back in the offensive backfield. Probably going to be a block in the back is my guess, Doug. That, that'd be my guess. Boy, oh boy, SEM has just found lightning in a bottle. Coach Streeter rubbed that bottle one more time, and out came another genie. Waiting for the first indication on what the penalty flag is all about. And it's going to be illegal block in the back on SEM, but the interception will hold no touchdown for the moment. That's the first turnover of the game for Garden County. And this gets interesting, Doug, If with, with the injury situation for Garden County. So a 15-yard penalty. The flag was right around the three-yard line. And they're going to mark it about the 17, we'll say. So a 10-yard penalty for the block in the back. I guess it was at the 7. They'll mark it at the 17. 
And you're right, Doug. There's not a trainer here. We're so spoiled. At least not for Garden County side. Right. Well, normally, you know, Brian from Family Physical Therapy is always at our games. He would go across to the visitors and help them if, if that were the case. First and 10 SEM at the 16. After the first Garden County turnover, the Mustangs are down a dozen. Spread the field. Line will send Schroeder in motion. Now throws it back to the right side to Eggleston, who saw that he was going to get cracked. And it went off of his hand incomplete. That's a tough thing. And, again, it's just where the program is, just starting to build. you got to go make that catch, brother. Like, that's one. It's the playoffs. Big deal. You're getting back in this thing. Well, you know that they've got some things dialed up over here. But, really, the run game is non-existent. Uh, line a couple of times has taken off and uh, run the football. But that's about it. It is second down and 10 at the 16. Line will keep Bateo in the backfield with him. Twins to the left side, and now they'll move Schroeder in motion. Fake the jet sweep. Hand it to Bateo. Almost dropped the football. He is rolled over the tackler and gains an extra couple of yards to the 18, or excuse me, to the 13-yard line. No, back to, excuse me, back to the line of scrimmage right the first time. A gain of a couple. It'll be third down and 10. Line needed to pull that, Doug, because uh, they had the blitz on there. Spadey came on the blitz, and if he pulls that, and replaces the blitzer, uh, he'd still be running. Boy, what a big block in the back penalty, Doug. Takes those points off of the board, and now you've got third and long. Wyatt Santero last time about tackled him right over the top and let him go again. Motion man is Claflin from right to left. Third down, dropping back for the screen. Throw it over the top, and it's off the fingertips of Schroeder. And right there was Spadey had he caught it at the line of scrimmage. Hadn't seen that play more than once today. And another incompletion. That's three straight incompletions. And it's 34-22. to 22. If it would uh, make it an eight-point game instead of a nine-point game, you might kick the field goal because Claflin can definitely do it. But uh, that's not the case. So they'll line up and go. 7.32 to go here in the third quarter. Garden County 34, SEM 22. And Garden County could come away with a huge stop if they can make a play here. Twins to the short side. Now Schroeder motions that way as well. Line drops back to pass, has a man unblocked, and moves away. Now has all day, throws it towards the middle of the end zone. Claflin's got it. Touchdown, SEM. Oh, what a catch, Doug. What a catch. The defender was all over him, and then the safety came over to help out. I don't know if he whiffed or if it was off his fingernail because he seemed like he was right in front of it. And a 17-yard touchdown pass. We'll make it 34-28. They had one in front, one in back, but the most impressive piece was Jason Line keeping that alive. Austin Dorman came on the blitz, Doug. Dorman was unblocked, the freshman from Garden County, and he was unblocked, and here he comes, and Line made the play. So now they're going to line up and kick the extra point, and before they can boot it away, which it would have been good, we have a penalty. And it's going to be motion here on SEM. So that'll back him up on the PAT. Claflin's got plenty of leg. That's not going to bother him. But somebody's got to go get the football. As it's into the construction zone, it might even bounce through the open door. They've got the backup football, though, and we're ready to kick it away. So Claflin... One more time for the PAT. It's just a 25-yarder now. It's down. The kick is away. It's blocked. It is blocked. 
He thought maybe he needed to get a little more on it. And, and busting through there is Nick Cotman, and he may be the man that's going to have to get it done here for Garden County. Yeah, and there's no problem there. A touchdown still makes it 35. I mean, you won everyone you can get. But, Doug, uh, Jason Spady just walked over to Blake McCormick and said, can you go? And Spady walked over and picked his helmet up. 7.23 to go in the third quarter. It's now Garden County 34, SEM 28. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Ready to kick it away is Claflin for SEM. He'll put his foot into it. Line drive, bounces at the five, and scoots by Nick Kopman, and he will not be able to return it. It goes into the end zone, and I'll tell you what, the energy has left the Eagles here, and we haven't even played five minutes of this third quarter. It's been a long four and a half minutes, but two touchdowns on the board for SEM. They've cut it to six. Yeah, and I mean, the Garden County crowd is dead. The players are no energy left here. They've got to find something to get it going again. Well, let's see what they do. Can they find another running back to go with Kotman back there? Maybe move Reed Spady in there. Let's find out. Is Schwartz is in there, and McCormick is out, and it's going to be a quarterback keeper. They may do a lot of this, but Zorn is going to be dropped behind the line of scrimmage, a loss of two at the 13. Not enough speed to get outside, Doug. They, don't, they do not have a ton of speed period. That's why this offense with McCormick works so well is because they're able to get inside and now we have a cramp. And we have a penalty flag on the play as well. And uh, we've got cramps on the field over here for SEM. So, 7-17 remains in the third quarter. Garden County, who was up 34-14 at the half, it's now 34-28. to And I believe they're working on Zarin Schroeder. What was the penalty, Doug? A block below a chop block okay. on SEM, or excuse me, on a, on Garden County, which is always tough on a run play. Usually you see that on a pass play. Yeah. But, but I, tell I you would what. say if I'm SEM, decline it. It'll be second and 12. Otherwise, it's first and about 16. Well, what you can't have, if you're SEM, you got to get this deal figured out. You can't have your dudes coming off. You don't have enough of them. Nathan Schroeder, not Zarin, I think I said Zarin. Nathan Schroeder uh, had the cramps, and he'll get up and run off the field. A lot of cramping issues could happen. No matter what the injury, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center can get you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. I actually take this penalty, Doug. I keep as much pressure on on uh, Garden County as I can. Well, you're going to hear the radio crew say, speed it up here. Yeah. I don't know what's taking so long. They should have had this marked off while they were taking care of the cramp, and they will take the penalty. So it'll be first down and about 18 back at the 8. 
Yeah, they're standing there about the, yeah, I suppose seven, eight-yard line, seven-yard line, Doug. You just got to keep the pressure on them right here if you're SEM. Garden County needs one big play. See what they can do. Out of the shotgun is Mason Zorn for the Eagles at their own eight-yard line. Bringing more guys up to the line of scrimmage. Zorn will drop back to pass. He's looking for Spady. Now he'll tuck it up, and he'll start to run. Makes one man miss, but not the second. Zarin Schroeder will drag him down at the 11-yard line, a gain of three. That was a great decision right there by Zorn not to throw the ball. Take what you can get. Take off. Coverage was good. But in eight-man, when you commit all those guys to coverage, there's no linebacker left. So second down, about 15 yards to go. We'll try and get to the scoreboard here for you as soon as we can. Twins to the right side. Now Schwartz goes over there. We've seen now about every play out of the playbook for Garden County. Zorn wants to throw, doesn't see anybody. Now throws it back across the middle, and it's complete to Spady. Breaks a tackle at the 20. Has the first down at the 25-30, and he's into the open field and brought down from behind by Jason Line. At midfield, he'll fall forward to the 39-yard line, and there is that big play of a... 29, 30 yards. Yeah, Doug, and the thing is, for Garden County in this next couple of years, if they can find a dude with some scoots, my goodness, are they going to be good because they're big, they're physical, pretty athletic. They just don't have a ton of speed. You know, he broke free there, and that just should have gone to the house, just didn't have enough wheels. So it'll be first down and 10 at the SEM 39-yard line, and Garden County now has a little breathing room. Six minutes to go in the third quarter, leading at 34-28. But their leading rusher, Blake Schroeder, is out of the game. He's got his helmet on, but he's out of the game. Fake the handoff, Schwartz. It's a bootleg left side. Zorn breaks one tackle, and then line comes in and trips him up. He'll fall forward for another three to the 31. It'll be a gain of eight, second down and two. Yeah, I like that play call. They ran read option there, Doug. And the quarterback kept it and just took it right out the back door. And you know what the story is. He's never going to hand that ball off to the no. Schwartz kid. Yeah, He's right. going to keep it every single time. Maybe one time they'll give it to Schwartz yeah. just to keep him honest. But with uh, McCormick out, it's going to fall on their senior quarterback, Mason Zorn, one of just two seniors on this team, along with Drake Carmack, the lineman. Here's the handoff to Cotman, who came from the right to the left of the jet sweep. He'll have the first down and lines in on another tackle. And he'll be down at the 26-yard line, a gain of five more. God, there's just no life even in SCM. You see them when they get up, they start walking back like they're down by 45. There's a lot of tired kids out there. Let's go to the scoreboard. Hemingford 32, Alma 22 in the third quarter. West Holt trying to upset Dundee County Stratton 26-24 in the fourth. Chambers Wheeler Central leads Sutherland 46-12. In the fourth, 34-28 here, mid-third, SEM trails at home. Garden County almost had to stop the running back to hand it off, and that is Schwartz, and he will make a little bit of a gain up to about the 21-yard line. So he actually had to stop just to take the handoff. And Schwartz looks like maybe the fastest one of the group. He's calling six, so second and four. Six-yard gain on the play, second and four. So they'll give him six, as you heard in the background. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney. Miller, Eddieville, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you on a warm afternoon in this first round of the eight-man playoffs. Cotman in motion. They give it to him again around the left side and waiting for him, Jason Line. He comes up and makes the tackle after a gain of about a yard to the 19. 
Yeah, this Jason Line, he's as good a football player as you're going to find, Doug. There is, you won't find very many teams in Nebraska that have one guy that does uh, this much for their team. Clock continues to run, but again, it's been a long third quarter, Larry. Yeah, I mean, an incredibly. I mean, this second and third quarter seems like it's taken a day and a half. And if you're Garden County, that's what makes you nuts. But that's what Garden County is starting to do now. They're starting to finally utilize that clock. They will split Austin Dorman out wide and left. They'll slide Mark Schwartz into the slot, put him in motion, fake the handoff. He'll block for his quarterback, Zorn, who has the first down inside the 15 and marked down at the 13, a gain of six. Yeah, and, that's, and, and again, it's just like you say, look how slow. Guard County wants to slow this thing down because I think they know they can start to put things away. And you talk about uh, Zorn. We talked about he's just not going to hand it off, and Schwartz that time, good lead blocker for him. Yeah, no question. Went and pasted the middle linebacker and was able to get Zorn loose. First and 10 at the 13. Garden County up by six, looking for more. Back to the double wing. Schwartz in motion. They'll roll to the right, looking to throw. Kotman's covered. Now throws back over to Kotman. They left him alone. Touchdown. They had him covered, then they left him. A 13-yard touchdown pass to Nick Kotman, and he's in the end zone yet again. Yeah, they did have him, and then they got enamored. You just can't do that. You got to stay with your guy. He looked at him. That was the first option. Didn't like what he saw, so he left him and then came right back to him to make it 40-28 to with 3.05 to go. Our five points bank touchdown, a 13-yard pass from Zorn to Kotman. And now they'll line up to go for the two-point conversion. Quarterback sneak this time, and Zorn is in. He just follows his big guard, Drake Carmack, and takes it in for the two-point conversion. So 3.05 to go in the third quarter. The D2 opening round. It is Garden County 42 and SEM 28. Today's farm tractor is a workhorse for farmers and ranchers. That is why Stryker Tractor Service of Eddyville is in such demand. With over 40 years of experience, they repair and offer free troubleshooting advice on all tractors. Stryker Tractor Service sells used tractors and stocks a variety of starters, alternators, and clutches. To keep your workhorse going strong, call Stryker Tractor Service in Eddyville. Is a proud sponsor of this broadcast. Good luck from everyone at Stryker Tractor Service. You haven't experienced great food until you've made the short drive to Sumner to dine at Tubbs Pub. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch specials, sure to fill you up, and homemade nightly dinner specials, including the best prime rib around. So make this short drive and see why everyone says great things for miles around about Tubbs Pub in Sumner. It's the best home cooking you'll find, and you won't even have to help with the dishes. Get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner, a proud supporter of tonight's game. Doug Duda back with you here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Again, want to thank all the fine folks here at SEM for their hospitality. And we don't have to go out there and run around like these kids have for the last two and a half hours. 42 to 28, Garden County. Well, knowing you talk about it, small rosters. You know, we talked about it a little bit ago where maybe the energy level is a little low. You just don't play games like this this close to November in this kind of heat, Doug, legitimately. And these teams haven't played many of these games throughout the year. No, because they're playing through the heat of the day as well. And it'll be a kickoff for Lake. Coming up to take it on the run at the 9-yard line will be Schroeder to the 10-15. Straight up the middle of the field. Gets what he can get up to the 25, the 26. First down and 10 of the tackle will be made by Kenny Battinger, another freshman wearing number 77. And, boy, the coaches are fired up when he comes off. They're happy to put some other kids in. Yeah. 
They are, but I'm just telling you right now, this Garden County team is one to watch out west in the next couple of years. They're just incredibly young, Doug. They're very physical. Their freshmen are big physical kids. Well, and they know. They know what's going on. They've been in the quarterfinals the last two years. They've been a D1 program. Uh, they are getting smaller. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to be right back there, and they're trying to get to that next step today. Under center will be the quarterback, Jason Line. Schroeder in motion was split out wide to the left. They fake it to him, hand it to Mateo. He fumbled the football, but he's able to bounce back on it. There have been so few carries of the football here for the SEM Mustangs, but this is one of the reasons. They have it. They rushed for 14 yards in the first half. Right. Loss of one, second and 11. Well, Doug, on the season, they've only rushed the ball for 700 yards as yeah. a team. And again, they haven't had a lot of blowouts this year. Five of the six wins were by 10 points or less. Take some time breaking the huddle. Now they'll go back to that spread. It's what works. Line, surprised maybe he hasn't run it more in the game. Looks like Garden County wants to bring some pressure. Bateo in a little bit of motion to block. Now line, a little slant pattern, and it's oh. almost intercepted. It was right in the hands of Connor McCord, who saw the end zone but didn't hang on to the ball, third and 11. Yeah, the sophomore saw himself... Uh, right there taking that thing all the way uh, to the end zone, Doug. He broke on the ball. You know, that is – you talked about it in the first half. That's been something else fairly uh, impressive here. Garden County's DBs and linebackers have broke extremely aggressively on the ball. 42-28. SEM now again facing a third and long. Line will take the snap. Here comes four-pound pressure. He's going to throw it as far as he can. It's a jump ball, and it is tipped and incomplete. And that time, McCord made sure that nobody caught the football. The only one in the area for SEM was Zaren Schroeder, and it's fourth and 11. And Schroeder there kind of went up and helped tip it. You always tell him, don't tip it. Knock it down. Don't tip it because you you don't know whose hands a tip will end up in. Now with 2.06 left, Garden County can, oh, Doug, it's snapping over his head. And it's going to go back into the end zone. Jason Line, he's going to throw it. And then there's a tackle downfield, but they're not going to call pass interference. Yes, they are. A late flag. This could be a huge, huge change for SEM because they just flat-out tackled Preston Steve. And that was Mason Zorn. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If I didn't explain that correctly, line picked it up, rolled out of the end zone, probably should have took the safety, but he chucked it down the field, and they just tackled – Preston Steve, who was a wide receiver. The only thing they might say is that it was uncatchable because it was that far out of bounds, but I don't think so, Doug. That is pass interference 100%. You could call hold. Hold, And a hold's an automatic first down as well. We've had two or three or four or five of these long conferences by the officiating crew, and that's great. They're doing a great job of getting it right, too. Yeah, and this one's a long one because he threw it late. He thought the thing through. Because part of what you're thinking about there, Doug, is if the ball had been tipped, anything like that, that action would be fair, but it wasn't. Is he gonna, he's going to wave it off. They're going to pick up the flag. Coach Streeter wants a little explanation, but he's not going to get overly fired up about it. And what that means is it's an incomplete pass, and it'll be first down and 10 for Garden County at the 24-yard line. Yeah, and you're right. A safety is probably what he should have taken there, but I don't know that it would have mattered. You take the safety, and then you punt the ball to him, and they're going to get it somewhere down in here anyway. Garden County will take over. 
So first down. Guys might want to move the chain. And 10 for Garden County. And they can uh, really blow the doors back off this. They were in some trouble here earlier in the quarter. They were in some trouble as SEM scored the first two times. And that last drive, remember, went 79 and a half yards for Garden County. They converted a third down to make it fourth and one. And they went for it at their own 10, got it, and then marched it right down the field. So Zorn with the ball. And he'll hand it off again to Nick Cotman around the left side, and he'll be tackled after a gain to about the 18-yard line. A gain of six on the play, and now it's got to be simple for Garden County. Keep running that play, keep it inbounds, let that clock run, punch another one in, because I think, Larry, unfortunately for SEM, they get in again, that probably is enough. Yeah, no, I think so, and, and I'd keep it in Cotman's hands. He's he's uh, by far the best guy next to McCormick. Keep it in his hands. He's got enough speed. He's tough enough. He can end the thing here. So it'll be second down and four. Zorn, he's going to keep it himself, and he is going to slide down behind the line of scrimmage. Coming through there to make him slide down was Nathan Schroeder, and Rhett Heckenlively was going to drop him, but that play didn't work as they tried to fake it to Schwartz again. It'll be third down and four. And you just want to get this first down and get to the fourth quarter. Under a minute to go now. It remains 42-28, Garden County. Following us, Kennesaw and Medicine Valley. Six o'clock kickoff here on Classic Hits. Still nuts to think about copping over 142 points on the year. One guy. Third and four. They'll send him in motion again. Fake the handoff. Zorn will bring it up the middle. Bounce off of the linebacker and fall forward inside the 15 to the 13. And that's enough to move the chains. Needed four. Got about four and a half. And that'll be the 17th first down, sixth of the quarter, here for Garden County. Yeah, and it's just amazing. Any high school football game, the ebbs and the flows, and they happen so much faster in eight, man. Marching to take a three-score lead, leading it 42-28. to 28. Zorn gives it to Cotman straight up the middle. He gets inside the five. He lays down at the three as he's knocked down by Jason Line. And it may be just enough to make it second and a half a yard here, a gain of nine for the quarterback, Mason Zorn. Yeah, I'm telling you, Cotman's hands are the only ones that touch it here. Or excuse me, Cotman, right? Cotman, Cotman, yes. Nine more for Nick. He's got 65 yards. And that'll be the end of the third quarter of play. You're listening to the D2 State High School football playoffs. SEM has to come up with a stop here. It is second and one at their three. Garden County looking to take the lead out to at least 20. It's 42-28. The Eagles lead it on Classic Hits. Town and Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town and Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town and Country Bank. As a proud supporter of the athletes and academics, Scott of Slyker Heating and Air Conditioning would like to extend a great thank you to everyone. When you need a new unit or service on your furnace, air conditioner, or heat pump, 
trust Slyker Heating and Air. Scott takes great pride in his community and in all the athletes in and out of the game. From the smallest job to the biggest, Slyker does it personally so you know you can trust that it's done right. Slyker Heating and Air, serving Cumro and surrounding area. Doug Duda, Larry Baker back with you here at SEM. Alma has cut it to two out at Hemingford in the fourth quarter. It's 32-30. That game currently airing on ESPN, 14-60 and 15-50. Here we start the fourth quarter. Garden County, 42, SEM, 28. It is second and one at the SEM three-yard line. The Eagles trying to add some more points here after a bad snap on a punt from their own, well, not from their own end zone, but it ended up in the end zone and lined through an incompletion. Yeah, and again, I mean, the defense has done a nice job, but I just think Garden County smells it now that they can put this thing away and just lay on them and get it done. And what you hope is that Blake McCormick can find a way to rehab in the next several days and get himself back on the field for the big one next week. Quarterback sneak straight up the middle. Touchdown, Garden County. And Mason Zorn will sneak it in from three yards out for his first rushing touchdown of the ball game, and it's 48-28. And again, it was a 34-14 game at half. SEM scored the first two times they had the ball. And then Garden County, that 79-yard drive answered right back. Well, yeah, and I think you have to be somewhat impressed with Garden County in the sense that twice uh, SEM has closed the gap and made this close, and both times Garden County has surged. As they go for two, they're back to the wing tee. Zorn going to try the quarterback sneak again, but drop the ball. And it's still so the, laying there, Doug. And now he goes to pick it up, and he wants to run. They're going to call the play dead. He, his knee was on the ground when he picked the football up, and so the conversion is no good. With 11.55 to go in the game, Garden County 48 and SEM 28. We'll take a break and kick it off after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. 4828 Garden County has just done enough to keep SEM from catching up in this football game, we told you that Hemingford led Alma 32-30. Not anymore. Alma has punched it in, and they lead it 36-32 over Hemingford in the fourth quarter on ESPN. The 12-seed West Holt leading Dundee County Stratton 26-24 in the fourth quarter. Chambers Wheeler Central leading Sutherland by a score of 46-12. See if we can pick up a few more afternoon scores here for you. Tri-County beat Hardington Newcastle 66-26. Creighton over Diller Odell 68-6. And we're ready to kick the ball away here. See if SEM can get a return. They will get a return. It's picked up at the 12-yard line. Schroeder brings it up the field 15-20, and he'll get tripped up around the 28. First down and 10. A few more of those scores for you. Twin loop. 46, Juanita Palisade, 14. That's the final, so the winner of this game will go to Twin Loop uh, for the second round next Wednesday. O'Neill St. Mary's beat Eustace Farnham, 54-6. And Bruning Davenport-Shickley, 48-13 over Allen, and they are at the half. 
So Larry SEM, they're not going to get away from what they've been doing, but that still means a lot of energy has to be exerted here by everyone on the field as they keep passing the ball. Line back to throw. Over the middle, there's some contact, and it's incomplete. Boy, that should have been P.I. Oh, my goodness. But I just will tell you, it's what you've got to do now. You've just got to air the thing out. But what you just saw there was a big pass rush by Garden County. As we said, as Garden County scored these last couple touchdowns and put themselves back in this game, we've seen the energy come back in their crowd, the energy come back in their sidelines, and they're playing faster on the field. And out of the last eight passes, Lyon has one completion, and that was that fourth down touchdown pass to Claflin. He's one out of his last eight with that. Second down and 10. Inside handoff, Schroeder has a little room to the 20, spins, or excuse me, the 30, spins, and now another flag for a late hit. On Coppin, yeah. And, I mean, he, he was completely on his back. The play was over, and Coppin came in. And I think part of it is he led flat with his head. When when Cotman uh, dove, his head is what hit him first. So that'll be the seventh penalty of the ball game here against Garden County. They have seven of them for 57 yards for SEM. They have three penalties for 25 yards. One of those was on a PAT. And this will move the ball into Garden County territory all the way to the 31-yard line. You know, it's nuts. It's, it's been these penalties, these big 15-yarders today, Doug, that have put SEM in position a lot of these times. They've had a couple that were negated or the, they had a pass interference where the completed pass was farther than that, so they didn't take the penalty. And SEM not done yet, fighting for their season to continue here in the first minute of the fourth quarter. They'll put line under center. Pitch play, it's going to be a reverse and probably maybe a halfback pass. No, it's going to be Eggleston around the right side, has a little room, crossed the 25, and he's drugged down by his jersey right there at the 24-yard line, a gain of seven for Micah Eggleston. Yeah, Micah Eggleston, Doug, you know, he's a good football player, and he's had a nice game. And just maybe trying to get some fresh legs out there. Yep. Second down and a long three. They'll put Claflin out to the left. Kevin Bateo is in the slot left. Twins to the right again. Empty backfield for the quarterback, Jason Line. Now he sends Schroeder in motion, giving him trips to the left side. Looks over the middle, and the ball is knocked away and maybe deflected into the hands of SEM, but they say no, Schroeder. Couldn't scoop it before it hit the ground. Nice defensive play by Mark Schwartz. Mark Schwartz, Connor McCord. Those are a couple of the guys that have had to come in here with the injuries and the uh, exhaustion for Garden County. And that's why I say, you know, when when you're talking about these guys coming in, we know Jason Spady can coach. He's done it for a long time. He's been to the playoffs a million times. Bringing this many kids back, I'm just telling you, they're going to be somebody to pay attention to going forward, Doug. These guys are getting big experience. Third and a long three. Bateo in motion to block. Line out here in the flat, and it is off the fingertips of Claflin incomplete, and it's fourth down. And again, all of a sudden, 10 of 17 in the first half, and they cannot complete a pass here in the second half. It just went away. If I've got it right, 3 of 12, one of their last 11. And that was the touchdown pass. Yeah. Completed the first two passes of the third quarter. And and now a must convert. Yeah. Fourth and a long three, short four at the Garden County 24-yard line. Jason Line out of the pistol with twins to the left. 
Now they send Claflin in motion from left to right. Line back to pass. Over the middle, the pass is complete to Bateo, and he's going to get the first out and more. Breaks a tackle and toes all the way to the end zone for SEM. The last two fourth down completions have been for touchdowns, and they're the only completions out of the last 13 passes. Yeah, just standing around by Garden County there, Doug. Literally, uh, Reed Spady just stood there. They run right by him, and then he just stood there. Thought that the tackle was going to be made, and when it wasn't, to the end zone, and they'll line up to go for the two-point or the uh, extra point kick here, with 10:22 to go in the game. The kick is on the way. It is up, and it is good. So with 10:22 to go in this D2 opening round game, the shootout continues. Garden County 48. SEM 35, our five points bank touchdown, is a 24-yard run from Kevin Bateo. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Well, here we go again. Just what it looks like Garden County might finish it up. SEM comes right back, and now a lot of time left, 10-20 to go. No need for any trickery yet. I'd onside kick it. What difference (laughs) does it make? You're going to give up 15 yards maybe, 20 yards. Claflin in the first quarter was able to pound it into the end zone from south to north, and he is going to pound it again, and it is going to sail into the end zone and through the end zone and back into the trees okay. behind there. So about 25 yards. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And right now, it's who's got the gas in the tank. Yeah, that's it. You're, I mean, you've you're got exactly to, right. You've got to have the energy to either make the tackle defensively or break the tackle offensively. Yeah. And uh, it's been a long, hot day, and they're still battling out there. Yeah. 48-35, Garden County continues to lead SEM. They have never trailed in the game. They jumped out 14 nothing. SEM tied it at 14, then it was 34-14 at half, 34-28 midway through the third. Blake McCormick's back on the field, Doug. McCormick really hurting. Will they give him the ball? No ball's fumbled, but they cover it. Woo-hoo! That would have been a all kind of disaster there. McCormick dove on it there with Zorn, but they will lose a couple yards and lose a down, nah, second and, they, and 12. The heat's legit, Doug. You know, uh, you don't play at this time of day very often like legitimately, to start a game at 3 in the heat of the day, which means you have to play the whole game in the heat. You count on it getting cooler in the evening. Now, Garden County plays, uh, you know, 2 or 3 o'clock game every year in the playoffs because of the travel, but it's usually about 40 degrees. Twins to the right. Now they'll send McCormick trips to the right. And looking to throw is Zorn. Has all kinds of time. Now he's hitting the backfield and dropped. The sack by Nathan Schroeder. 
Schroeder sacks him back at the six-yard line, a loss of seven on the play. It'll be third and 19. Yeah, and they had somebody open down here, but I don't know that this throwing the ball plays into the hands of Garden County because I think they're just as tired as SEM. And as you as you alluded to earlier, Doug, how many wind sprints can you run? Yeah, no doubt about it. And that's the first sack of the ball game for the SEM defense. The important thing now is can Garden County outlast the clock? Nine minutes to go in the game, and they've got it third and 19 back at their own six, back to the double wing. And back to pass is Zorn. He'll throw a little screen. It is complete to the 10-yard line and then drug down from behind at about the 12. And it's well, well short of the first down that time. The tackle is made by Rhett Heckenlively as they dumped it off to Reed Spady. That again, Doug, was the same play they ran on the first play from scrimmage that went for a touchdown. The difference there was not as much gas in the tank. When Spady turned it upfield, he just wasn't as fast as he'd been. A gain of seven. It'll be fourth down and 12, and Garden County will punt for the second time in the game into the wind, and Zorn will boot it away. It's not going to go very far. Taken at the 36-yard line by Claflin, looking for a block. Oh, what a great job out here by Dorman, but then he stiff-arms him and gets into Garden County territory across the 35 to the 34-yard line. Hey, the play of the game on this deal is Kevin Bateo waiting and not blocking uh, the Garden County kid in the back. That thing was going to go backwards 15 more, and it didn't simply because of that. And now we have a penalty flag at the end of the play, and we've got a Garden County young man down on his sideline and really kind of looks to be in some I think it's his air. heavy pain. I don't think he can breathe. Now here comes a trainer. New West. So they'll come over here and check it out when we are to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. And uh, popping up is Wyatt Santero. Let's see what the flag was all about. That all looked clean at the end of the play. Just tackled him right at the 34-yard line. And if it's not against SEM, they're going to have really good field position. 48-35. There's also a flag way at the other side by the SEM sideline. So we've got two penalty flags, it looks like here. 48-35, Garden County. 8-18 to go. And uh, right now... These conferences are a little more painful than a presidential debate. Yeah, and they, they're just taking too much time. With a hurt player on the field, they should have all of this wound out ahead of time. They're not going to talk to us again, are they? Good gravy. But they've done the right thing. Every call has been oh, accurate. it's a great there, crew. There hasn't been any problems from the coaches. Sideline warning on SE, on Garden County. And then there is maybe both sides. Yeah, Might be a sideline fraction, both sides. It was. And so all that means is we took another 90 seconds, and the ball's going to be right where it was, tackled at the 34-yard line. SEM has it at the Garden County 34, trailing 48-35. Good grief, though. We're signing the Treaty of Versailles with each one of these, and it's for a sideline warning. Let's go. If you are joining us for the beginning of Kennesaw, and the contest with Medicine Valley. Hang on. We'll swing it down to Curtis as soon as our game is over with Randy Bushcutter and Scott Carlin. And there's still some discussion about keeping the Garden County coaches back over here to give the side judge some room. Now we're ready to go. Line will come out of that shotgun. Single right, single left. Back into block for him. Takes a three-step drop. Looks left. Doesn't like it. He's hit as he throws. The ball will be underthrown and intercepted by Cotman. 
Claflin makes the tackle immediately, but line was hit as he threw, and that made it about seven yards underthrown. And Garden County once again takes over the ball, the third pick of the game. And Cotman second. Yeah, and it's the same thing. He just threw that one up under pressure. And so first down and 10 now. And Garden County can really start working on the clock. Yeah, you just, if you're Garden County, end it now. They'll mark the ball at the 15-yard line of Garden County, leading it 48-35. First down and 10, stay out of the double wing. They will give it to McCormick around the right side. He'll bounce off one man and then get gang-tackled short of the 20 at about the 18. Again, a three. McCormick's first carry of the second half. He spent the entire third quarter on the sideline with a real banged-up left shoulder. And here's the thing, Doug. Those are the perfect kinds of carries for him because he gets tackled in a pile and he doesn't get smashed or buried you know it doesn't hurt so bad when 10 of them get you it's when one guy licks you that hurts second down and seven they'll hand it to Cotman. starts outside cuts back up on the numbers and he'll get across the 20 to the 22 pick up about four more and it'll be third down and three yeah, now they just tried to get it outside. Used Blake uh, McCormick as a blocker there, and he pounded the guy, but the back cut it back inside. Again, the winner of this game will travel to, uh, well, let me let me re-say that. That's right. Uh, if Garden County holds on, they'll host Twin Loop, so Sergeant Loop County would have to go out there as the number one seed. Happens a lot when you're the nine. Third down and a long three. Quarterback sneak. Zorn just follows his right guard, gets to the 25, and has the first down. And this is what we thought we would see. Not necessarily quarterback sneaks, but more smash mouth. And, of course, we talked, though, at the beginning of the game how really neither team's line was Dominant. was even average. That's, uh, right. that's where their weaknesses were. You only had the one big fella uh, in Noah Lake for Garden County. Right. Gain of five for Zorn, and that'll move the chains again. First down and 10 with 645 and counting here in the fourth quarter. And now Mason Zorn is going to look at the back judge and wait for that five count. Great job. Very smart. And I'd run sneak again. I'm not so sure. I just get in behind uh, old Lake and just let it happen. They're going to hand it off to Cotman. Cotman out of that right wing just follows his left guard up the field for about three more, minimal gain. And they just chew up some yards and chew up some time to the 29-yard line. It'll be second down. We'll call it eight. At the end of the game, a quick recap from our friends at New West. We'll run down the stats real quick and get you for at least a little bit of pregame down to Curtis as Medicine Valley takes on Kennesaw. Then Larry and I will head down to Elm Creek as they take on Cambridge. Kennesaw game here on Classic Hits. Elm Creek game with Cambridge on ESPN 1460. Second down and eight, Garden County leading at 48-35 at their own 29-yard line. And they'll go straight up the middle this time and breaking a tackle and getting the first down is the big man, Blake McCormick, tackled right at midfield, a gain of 12. They really hadn't run that play all game. I thought we'd seen it all. Yeah, no, and the thing is here, there's a legitimate chance that SEM doesn't get the ball back. Well, SEM's going to start trying to strip the ball, and there's also that big-time chance that we will see the running back break it here for Garden County. It's gambling. You need to get the ball. First and 10 now right at midfield. 7-1 and one Garden County leading 6-2 and two SEM. Both teams exhausted right now. 
they won't even get a chance to sleep in tomorrow, I suppose, with school. So Right. <laughs> they'll have to really do a good job of resting up tonight, especially the winner in this football game. Zorn under his center. Lake hands it off and blitzing through and making the tackle will be Schroeder on the running back. Blake McCormick and Zarin came through untouched on the run blitz, and they're actually going to give him a good spot, a loss of six as he drives him backwards even farther. Yeah, that was a great blitz. That one was just timed out. Probably been on the same snap count most of the night. That's exactly what they need to get done. And Alma has come all the way back and beat Hemingford oh, today, 44-32. to 32. And so Alma will be at home against the Palmer Amherst winner in round two. And good for the Cardinals. Good job out there for Coach Frex. Of course, love the guys out at Hemingford, but that may be the end of their run. Here's a straight handoff again to Blake McCormick. He'll get the lost yardage and a whole lot more back into SEM territory. He's tripped up at the 35-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 10. Yeah, no, that is good. And I, Palmer or Amherst heading down there. Frex does a great job, you know. Uh, he's had good teams, and he's had average teams that he's made good teams. Well, and they've been banged up, too. They lost both of their starting running backs before the Elm Creek game, and they had two sophomores. Played uh, pretty good. I've seen that film, good. Doug. Yeah. Third down and six now for Garden County at the SEM 36-yard line. Watching that clock tick under four minutes. They'll fake Cotman. They'll give it up the middle and won't get the first down. Blake McCormick is tackled by Rhett Heckenlyle after a gain of two. It'll be fourth and four. If I'm Garden County, I run the exact same look here with McCormick, but I pull it and get it on the edge with the quarterback, and you'll be in good shape. Now, right now, they have run enough clock here that they are in really good shape. They would have to make a mistake, basically, uh, leading it by 13. Fourth and four. SEM needs a stop here. Zorn sends the running back all the way out into the flat, and then we're going to get a timeout called here by Garden County. They wanted to see maybe if they could make SEM jump. They did not. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you, local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 3.16 to go in the game. Garden County faces fourth down and four, and they lead it 48-35. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value long. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Well, our engineers back at the studio doing a bang-up job again. The Kennesaw pregame with Medicine Valley is currently airing on ESPN, so you can hear the coaches' interviews uh, from the coaches out there at uh, Med Valley, Coach Johnson and Coach Schnitzler from Kennesaw. So the pregame currently airing on ESPN 1460-1550. Unless something quirky happens, you will hear the opening kickoff right here on Classic Hits. So here we go, Garden County, fourth down and Four at the SEM 34-yard line. 3.16 to go in the game. They're up 48-35. Zorn sends his running back, McCormick, in motion again. And back to pass. Maybe a draw. No, he wants to throw. He's going to go all the way for McCormick. And the ball is tipped and incomplete. 
They went for it all right there, and it's knocked away by Micah Eggleston, and SEM will take over at the 36, and there is a penalty flag on the field. And if it's on Garden County, SEM will just take the football here. I do like the play call with the two vertical routes. If you throw the pick, who cares? It's like a punt. Holding against Garden County is the call. And so it will be holding. They'll decline it. And it will be SEM football. And they have got three timeouts, 3.09 to go. They have scored quickly. They have to be efficient here. And let's see what Coach Streeter decides to dial up. Two touchdowns. They don't even need extra points at this. Well, I guess they do. It's 13. They need one of them. He'll get it. Twins to the right side. Eggleston out here. Taking the quarterback shotgun snap after they move Claflin in motion from right to left. He's the only man over their line. Here comes the blitz, setting up the screen. This time it's caught by Zaren Schroeder, and he is into Garden County territory, shoved out just short of the first down at the 38-yard line. It's going to be second and a long yard here, maybe two. Yeah, and Reed Spadey shoved him out of bounds there. Telling you, Garden County is tired, Doug. Both teams are clearly, and they should be. But Garden County just doesn't have the zip that they had. They did a great job after Coppin got the interception at the 11 to use a lot of clock. Even though they didn't score, they moved it and used a lot of clock. And, of course, SEM got out of bounds, stopped the clock with 3.03, second and two, line to throw. His pass is batted down at the line of scrimmage and intercepted by Big Noah Lake as it was deflected by Austin Dorman inside the 25 and down to the 20, and that should do it with 2.55 to go. Now that was some rumbling, bumbling, and stumbling there, Doug, because Lake goes. They don't have it on here, but Lake is probably 6-1 or 2 what 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 do they have him listed Two, at? Two twenty. Yeah, two twenty. I mean, he is a big dude. And they'll return it to the SEM twenty yard line with two fifty five remaining in the game. First and ten. They'll officially say the twenty one, the fourth turnover, all interceptions, and uh, the last one by line. He got hit as he threw. This time it was tipped, and that's really only the first time we've seen one tipped at the line of scrimmage all day long. So first down and ten. And quarterback Mason Zorn sets him down, gives it to Kotman. Kotman stretching it. Don't go out of bounds, son, and he does. You cannot go out of bounds. You have to just fall down, and we have another flag anyway as he turned the corner. And you know what, Larry? We, we, we're kind of groaning because we want to make sure we get to the next game on time. That's the whole point of this. But the kids are tired, so they're reaching. Yeah, no they're grabbing, question. And no that's question. why we, we didn't have any holding calls. No. And the thing is, holding where it comes is you're engaged blocking, and as that – as that defender starts to work across your face to the ball, you've got to move your feet. It's a huge effort deal. If you move your feet, there's no holding. When you are exhausted, you can't move your feet anymore, and the only thing that moves is your arms outside your body. So a holding penalty will be the eighth of the ball game for 67 yards against the Eagles, and it'll move the ball back to their 31-yard line of SEM. They need to get to about the 12, it looks like, first and 20. And in it, running back now is Chandler McCord, so they've taken McCormick out of the game. They give it to McCord from left to right, and he'll try and turn the corner and get wrapped up near the sideline, and they blow him out. Yeah, there they go. At first they blew him dead, then they ran the clock, and it's a gain of just a couple. It'll be second and 18. Second and 18. Micah Eggleston there, 
making a tremendous tackle. What I hope comes of this, Doug, is I hope the kids at Sumner, Eddie Bill Miller will come out for football next year. They graduated big class. They don't have very many dudes. But hopefully they come out and, you know, parlay the success into another year. There have been some down years here, but what a tremendous year to be able to have. Host a playoff game. Very exciting for a community. And Garden County will now go out of the shotgun. And then they will fake the handoff to Cotman. And the quarterback, Zorn, will keep it right side and gets inside the 25, dives down at the 23-yard line, a gain of six. And more importantly, well, the clock would have run, but SEM is now going to start to use their timeouts. And with the season on the line, they're going to try to get the football. That's the first timeout used here by SEM with 155 remaining in the game. It's 48-35 Garden County and they face a third and 18 at the 23-yard line of SEM. We'll take a break and be right back. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Got just a sec to give you some scores from the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Alma, 44. Hemingford, 32. Final. West Holt, 32. Dundee County, Stratton, 30. That's the 12 seed beating the 5 seed. Chambers Wheeler Central over Sutherland, 54 to 12. Bertrand and Perkins County are scoreless in the first quarter. And we're ready to get back to action here. Third and 13 for Garden County at the 23-yard line. And they will run the football. Cotman just trying to follow his blockers. Turns the corner inside the 20. And again, he runs out of bounds at the 14-yard line, which saves a timeout for SEM. Yeah, I don't know. How many many times this year have they been in this situation? Yeah, no, you're right, Doug. This is really the only game they've played the fourth quarter. They got blown out in their only loss, and they won pretty much every other game big. These guys haven't had to play that long, and it's going to be a gain of about nine, and it'll bring up fourth down and four. And you can hear the coaches just saying, hang on to the football. And if they get a first down here, virtually over with 149 to go. It seems like it's been over for a long time. They'll fake the hand up. They want to throw. Zorn has time, lobs it to the end zone. Wide open, touchdown, Austin Dorman. On a 15-yard touchdown pass to make it 54-35. to Yeah, and Dorman, another freshman, Doug. 160-pound uh, freshman's played that end spot all day, done a great job. I do like the play call. Again, you think, you know, run the ball there. But I think for Garden County, I think it makes sense to throw the ball. This thing is over, over now, and... Uh, right thing by them. I thought Garden County showed a lot of resolve today, Doug. Two different times in this game, they were, I mean, you could say in trouble. When they went up 14-0, and then all of a sudden the 13 point or 14 points come back, and then to start the second half, the same thing. They showed some real resolve. So they line up to go for two here. Second time that Zorn and Dorman have hooked up today. Zorn to throw. A little pressure into the corner of the end zone, trying to get it to Schwartz, and it is incomplete. 143 remains in this contest, and it's going to be Garden County next week hosting Twin Loop. It's the Eagles 54, SEM 35. We'll take a final break and have the final 143 after this. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 143 remains in the football game. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here as it is going to be Garden County. Been playing back and forth between a one and a touch, three touchdown lead, and they lead at 54-35 with 143 to go. And so that we can uh, get you down to Curtis, uh, here's some of the numbers. Zarin Schroeder, uh, seven carries, 27 yards. Kevin Bateo. Four carries, 30 yards, and a touchdown. Micah Eggleston, one carry, seven yards. Jason Line, looks like seven carries, 17 yards, and two touchdowns in the game. Uh, Line had 104 yards passing in the first half, 49 and about 25 more. Looks like 74 yards in the second half. As the squib kick will be picked up, and Claflin's just going to kneel it at his 30-yard line. So about 180 yards passing in the football game. 57 and 24, 74, so about 250 yards of offense uh, for the Mustangs at this point. 12 first downs. I've got uh, 20 first downs in the game now after the touchdown for Garden County. McCormick, 91 yards. Kopman, 80 yards. Zorn, 57 yards. Zorn, another touchdown pass there. And that is his fourth of the game. SEM's going to keep on working. Line throws it as far as he can. Jump ball down the field, and it is caught inside the 15 and down to the 10 is Micah Eggleston. First and goal at the nine-yard line. That is a gain of 41. Nine-route city, baby. I mean, it is just drop back, chuck it, and heave it as high and far as you can. 41-yard pass play. Holy moly. Ah, Well, they're going to have to worry about that next week. Coach Kozel's going to show up and run it as tough and mean as you've seen anybody do it. So, Yeah, there, there won't be a whole lot of chucking it around, I wouldn't think. No, he's going to run Veer as good as anybody can. First and goal at the nine. Line will empty the backfield here. Trips to the left. Jason wants to run it. He'll need some blocks. He gets one, and he will run out of bounds to stop the clock at about the six, maybe the five. going to mark him at the six, a gain of three. Yeah, that was pretty good. A very smart, too, not to get silly. Get it out of bounds. I mean, keep – I get it. You're way behind, but as long as they'll let you snap it, you need to keep trying. And on second down and goal, SEM at the six-yard line. Four wideouts, twins each side. Line will send Schroeder in motion, fake the handoff, then they go inside, handoff. Mateo got it. He's in traffic. He's just trying to get back to the line of scrimmage. He does and gets to the four-yard line, and SEM will call a timeout with their second one of the ball game. Mateo picks up two more yards, and it will stop the clock with 106 remaining in the football game. A timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. 
Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Again, want to thank New West for being our post-game sponsor, New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, and as soon as we are done, we'll have about a 60-second postgame and then send you down to Curtis for Kennesaw Medicine Valley. Then Larry and I headed to Elm Creek for the Buffaloes in Cambridge on ESPN Radio. Third and goal at the four. Line wants to lob it into the end zone for Claflin. It's tipped and incomplete. Nick Cutman again on the coverage. For what he's done offensively, he's been probably better defensively today for the Eagles, and it's fourth down. Yep. That's right, because then from here you just get knees. For a Zorn today, he had those five touchdown passes, actually, uh, in the football game. And I have him for about 160 yards through the air, estimating that right now. And uh, very efficient when he did go to the air today. Yeah, and he had 15 touchdown passes coming into the year, Doug. Going to go power eye on fourth and goal at the four. Line turns, fakes the pitch, rolls to his right, decides not to throw it, now has to scramble, and he is sacked. And that'll end it. It is going to be Reed Spady to get him back here at the 15-yard line. And that'll be the fourth time today that line has been sacked. And now just two knees, and this football game will be over. And we say congratulations to Garden County. They will host Twin Loop, who was a winner earlier today. Alma a winner. West Holt, a 12 seed, was an upset winner this afternoon yeah. as well. The rest of the favorites winning today in their afternoon games. Let's take a look at our scoring wrap brought to you by our friends at Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Uh, in the first quarter, 14-6 to at the end of one in favor of Garden County. Zorn to Spady on a 25-yarder. Then on the first SEM play, a 22-yard pick six by Zorn. It was quickly 14 to nothing. The first SEM score was a three-yard touchdown pass from Jason Line to Trace Claflin, 14 to six at the end of one. Then Line took it in from 13 yards out in the first minute of the second quarter. The two-point conversion made it 14 all. Then it was 20 straight for Garden County. Zorn hit Dorman on a six-yard pass. Cotman had a 24-yard run. Then after a pick by Cotman, a 13-yard run. From Zorn or pass from Zorn to uh, Spady, and at the half, 34-14. But on the opening drive of the third quarter, SEM marched 44 yards. Line took it in from eight yards out, and then a 17-yard pass from Line to Claflin after an interception at the 17-yard line made it 34-28. But that's as close as SEM would get. Zorn uh, hooked up with Cotman for the second time, 42-28, completing a 79-yard drive, and there is the final. Next to final, Neil, maybe. Uh, line to Claflin, 34-28. Uh, Zorn to Cotman, 42-28. A three-yard run by Zorn on the first play of the fourth quarter made it 48-28. Line hooked up with Bateo on a fourth down pass from 24 yards out, and then on a fourth down pass to uh, Zorn to Dorman, and that's your final score, 54-35 to in favor of Garden County. Our scoring wrap brought to you by our friends at Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need wrapped up. And one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Also a big thank you to our many fine sponsors as this football game has come to an end. Didn't have to have the chain gang today, but every time the chain gang comes out, it reminds us of our friends at Kearney Towing and Repair. They'd come get you. If you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where, they'll get you home. 
You've been listening to High School Football on KKPR-FM. Carney, Sumner, Eddieville, Miller, again, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. The end of the season today for Garden County, 6-3 and three and 8-1. and one. Uh, Garden County will go home to play undefeated Twin Loop on Wednesday. The final score, 54-35. to 35. Coming up next here on Classic Hits, Kennesaw Medicine Valley. Blue Hill Paxton is on the breeze, 94.5. And on ESPN, 1460 and 1550, starting at 630. Elm Creek and Cambridge, our pregame. Larry and I will have the call starting at 7 o'clock. Thanks, folks, and thanks for listening. Good night from Sumner. The folks at Buzz's Marine want to stress the importance of weatherizing your boat. Let Buzz's first-class service technicians work on your boat now so you don't have to worry about it in the spring. A little preventative maintenance will save you time, money, and a huge headache in the spring. So go to buzzesmarine.com and see what tailored winterization